We're live, I guess. We are. Yep, we're live now. Um, another episode of Beer, Bacon, and Bros. Coming at you live from Hazelwood Brewing. As always, I've got Chris and Adam with me. Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? We've also got the owner, Matt, with us here. Doing a little interview. Yo. A little quick right. Q&A. So, uh, so, Matt and I connected because my dad actually did a home inspection for him, I think. Uh, but, Matt, uh, super thankful for to you for letting us come in and obviously, you know, sample all your beers and have an event from your brewery. It's a beautiful place. It's a great night uh, here in South Carolina. So, say also, uh, it's a it's a great location. It is for the election. Like, there's not a whole lot. Was it Crafty Draft is like the only other like dra- um, craft, craft beer, beer scene out in this in the Lexington area? It's grown a lot. It's definitely changed over the years. I started out with craft beer in Lexington back when there was nothing in town. It was a uh, Cowboy was a homebrew supply store that I okay. helped start probably eight years ago on Main Street, Lexington. Still, still there. <laughs> still there, but now it's a restaurant and bar. It's a craft beer bar. They only serve craft beer. No crap on tap is their their motto. Nice. Uh, nice. I've they, never been, but I've always I've passed it every day for work to and from home for oh, three you years. You gotta stop. You gotta stop, man. Uh, the hours are weird with the coronavirus stuff, but you know these guys are making amazing food all from scratch. Anybody that's taking their time to do things right, you know, we try to do that too here. Yeah, it's a little bit. Uh, you know, it's artisanal, is what it is. I got you. He, Brian's uh, making uh, Brian Nelson up there. He's making bread from scratch. The process that he goes through to source his ingredients. And his methods are different than anybody else like around here. It's just really a beautiful thing. Awesome! I it's did awful. not know any, did not know that about Cat Cowboy at yeah, all. Yeah, it was a homebrew supply store. I got so you. So now it's a restaurant and bar, but it's still got that feel to it, which awesome. is uh, awesome. Nice. Did you say you help you help start that? Yeah. Well, back when it was a homebrew supply store, it wasn't yeah. a restaurant and bar then. We added four taps to have beer on tap in our homebrew supply store because why not? Yeah, uh, you know, if you're gonna be talking about beer and selling people beer ingredients, you know, why not have a pint to share while you're doing it? And then eventually, it turned from four taps to eight taps. Then it went to twelve taps, and then it kind of like shifted into a restaurant and bar just over time. And the the brewing supply kind of fell off. But I still love making homebrew, selling homebrew supplies, and talking about beer. So I then took off and opened my own homebrew supply store. So when. Like at what age, at what point in your life did you get into brewing beer? Because it, it, you almost make it sound like you've been doing this for a really long time. When yeah, we talk. yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, 22, 23 years old. I'm 37 now, so 15 years. Dang, man, that's awesome. That's when I started growing hops at the farm. So we, uh, I've, I've been in the farming kind of background all my life. Uh, my family have been farmers, and I had uh, a family farm and was lucky enough to have uh, a family that, you know, supported that kind of thing and uh my my father said uh if you had something that you wanted to try to grow that was a unique like take take this little part of this field and you can grow what you want and uh and I, racked, I racked my brain i was like what what could i do you know so i tried uh i was listening to uh i was really into homesteading and survival shit you know i was really trying to like uh uh live off the grid and grow organic food and that was back before organic food was popular. Yeah, but back um, before it was a thing, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before it was so expensive. So, um, so is the uh, is the family farm like in the area? Are it's you in fu- Camden? Okay, it's on, it's on the Watery River. I got you. Very so, nice. very nice. And that's where you get all your hops for your. No, brew. no, it's a small percentage of our hops. We use okay. our hops for a couple of our beers that we brew, but nowhere near all of them. We uh, we try to source the best ingredients we can get, and a lot of times. You know, what we grow isn't exactly what we want for certain styles of beer. You know, so, some beers works great. Not everything, though. You can't fit a 
square peg into a round hole. Fair enough. Fair enough. So now the farm beer that we're about to do first has your hops in yes. it, though, from your farm. This is our most modest offering. Uh, I, uh, I I usually love the most simple. The simplest beers to me are the best. Yeah. Kind of like everything, really. I mean, don't don't screw it up. Just uh, <laughs> keep it simple. And that's what we try to do with this. So as our hops, we handpick our hops. So that means getting out there on a ladder in August. And uh, in South fight Carolina. Heat. Yeah, yeah, with a, a rope and a bucket over your shoulder. And we might get, I'll, on a good day, if I'm really getting after it, I might get two, three, five-gallon buckets in a full day. That's uh, maybe five or six pounds. Yeah. That's not a lot of hops. That's really, uh, I, I'm better off buying it than I am getting out there doing it. But I just love it so much, and it's so beautiful, and it's a connection to the ingredients. But, you know, I, when, you're, when you're smelling them all day and you're picking them and they're all over your hands and all – you know, all, all in your nose, and you're just like you're inundated with it. It just like makes you want to drink a beer. Yeah. It makes you want to make a beer and drink a beer. I mostly drink a beer. It's got to make a difference, though. I mean, that freshness from local, your you know, your product. It it make I, it, I'm telling you, it makes a difference. It's, yeah, it's it's got to. It's also it's also really cool to be like the only home brewer that I feel like you could possibly say, yeah, I grew my own hops at the same yeah, time. we have like, we, I, we I, have our. I, own I harvested farm. this. This is mine. Yeah. Well, I went a little backwards. You know, most people start out brewing and then they figure out the ingredients after they've already begun the brewing process. For me, it was more the ingredients and working my way, working my way back from the ingredients. So I came from the farming background. I was growing hops as a niche market, you know, trying to find a, something different other than corn and soybeans and cotton. You know, I was yeah. trying to create something different. Okay. And, uh, you know, being able to sell and craft beer at the time was so new. At the time, Conquest hadn't even opened. It was the first brewery to open in Columbia. They uh, they were friends of mine. I became friends with them through the hop growing uh, ventures. Uh, I met those guys. We home brewed for maybe three or four years before they ever opened Conquest. And then uh, it all just started like eventually kind of leading towards you know um, the the farm being an accessory for the brewery. Uh, uh, it was always uh, after, after about eight nine years of doing it. It, it eventually was like, all right, we got to do something here. We got to, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, we got to turn this into something. Otherwise, it's just going to be a lot of labor and a lot of, a lot of work for uh, just me making a couple of beers at the farm, which so, is cool, but it's not like worth the amount of time we were putting into it. Certainly. So, like, that was your moment where you knew you were going to open your own brewery. Is yeah. what you're saying? Or just yeah. a, or a brewery in general. Well, well yeah, his uh, own. Yeah. So I went to brewing school in 2011 in Chicago, Siebel Institute. Um, is the oldest brewing school in the country. I love it. It was a great experience. I met a lot of great people. I've made so many great friends through that program, and I went and visited all of them, and I'm still friends with a lot of the people that I That's went to awesome. school with there. So I, from there, I just took that passion and just decided I wasn't going to work in my dad's shop every day for the rest of my life. You know, it was a, it was a cool gig, but it wasn't for me. Yeah. So, you know, I had to take off and go on my own path and make a beer seem like a good option. Oh, yeah. Now that you had been invested in it for, like you're saying, a couple of years at this point. So, yeah, that I mean, that's awesome. The fact that, like like you said, you, you had this drive to go out and do it. And now it's all come to fruition and in, in owning your own buoy. Yeah, yeah. It's 15 years later. So so talk to me about the name Hazelwood. How did you Hazel, kind of come so up with that? So the farm Hazelwood. Uh, okay. It's been Hazelwood since 1791. Okay. We didn't uh, own the property until about 30 years ago. So, but we uh, inherited the uh, inherited the name from the uh, from the original farm, and uh, they they were uh, it, it was um, just an old old farm 
been around a long time and we just love South Carolina, um, you know, our, our agricultural history. And uh, we come from an agricultural background. I used to visit other big farms because we come from refrigeration. Agricultural refrigeration is what we did, you know. So we traveled around other farms all over the U.S. and other countries. And so I was always around other farms, big farms. So, you know, it was just kind of natural to kind of go that, that route. I like it, though. I like it. Family, you know, kind of got that family touch to it a little bit. So oh, absolutely. Absolutely. How about the location when, when you, you know, were you kind of looking at multiple places across the Lexington or Columbia area and, and well, you just kind of came across this one? Before I did Hazelwood, I was with uh, originally very, very early and for uh, extremely short stint of time uh, working with River rats owners trying to help them kind of get started very, very early. I can't claim anything at River Rat. That's all of them. Yeah. Uh, and then it was uh, Cottontown Brew Lab. I started with them, worked with them, got the place going, spent a couple of years kind of starting. Say, so we that. went to what, Cottontown last year? And that when we went? Yeah, we've been to Cottontown. Like, we individually have been yes. to Cottontown a couple Super times. Nice we, we've folks. never done a show from Cottontown. Uh, they're great. Uh, you know, they're making good beers over there in Columbia. And then we got uh, Old Mill Brew Pub by. Uh, started that back in 2012 so um went out to oregon bought all the brewing equipment had it built for old mill brew pub we built the brewery kind of um turned an old textile mill into a uh brew pub so that was my first experience with taking uh an old so, building so, and turning it into a brewery how about <laughs> say so that back area with all the stills and that that was all you huh yeah yeah well, originally it was uh it had been another restaurant before that so we had okay. to outfit it to be a, a brew pub Meaning like floor drains and all the the hookups, the steam, the power, all the all the things that come with with a brewery. I got you. But uh, it's it's cool looking at a blank canvas and uh, imagining what it could look like, and then seeing it all come together. Same with this place. It's uh, it's hard to really imagine, you know, what it's going to look like in the final product. I mean, there's too many variables and too many things can happen in between the time you start drawing a picture of something and then the time it's all done. But that's the cool thing is like the unforeseen and unknowable stuff that you're going to run across. This, I mean, this is a beautiful facility, though. I mean, you got a really beautiful place. I love the the upstairs area, the openness, um, you know, to your stills and everything. And then the outside patio area. I mean, you picked a great you picked a really great location. Well, I didn't really that. pick it. I kind of fell into it. Well, I, uh, <laughs> at the time, I mean, I was working in Old Mill Brew Pub and I had just um, departed uh, Cotton Town. <clears throat> I had a young son at the time and uh, family to support, and it was like, uh, you know, I had to do something. And my my the landlord here, um, a good friend of mine that I've been uh, had the pleasure of getting to know over the time I've been working at Old Mill, offered me the uh, opportunity to come down here and renovate this disaster of a building uh, <laughs> say, because I'm it- crazy enough. I took it on. I said, did it get damaged in the 2015 flood and everything that when this dam blew out, did this, with it being as low as it is in this yeah. building, did all this need, I guess, I'm assuming it got flooded. It did. It had eight, eight feet of water in here, and the distillery that was situated behind us got destroyed completely. Oh, man. Um, it was a uh, yesternight distillery. It uh, got completely wiped out. It looked like uh, just a rubble pile by the time the, the dam broke and the, the tidal wave came through. But this building had um, a watermark on the wall. You could you could see where uh, where the water came in. We've since sandblasted the walls and cleaned up all the graffiti because the place was just a mess. We had uh, graffiti all over the walls, and it wasn't good graffiti. It was uh, 
It was amateur amateur hour graffiti. Uh, <laughs> with with not so great language, I'm sure. Yeah, and uh, a lot of satanic symbolism and uh, oh, I think there's some seances happened in here. Oh and, lord. Yeah, maybe some uh Dirty Mike and the boys some effigies got burned and yeah. you know, some, some wild things have happened. Wild chickens things got sacrificed, who knows? Yeah. But uh that was before we got here. We help, we hopefully have uh, replaced any bad spirits with good spirits, and uh, just trying to keep the vibes happy in here. Any ghosts that are in here, they have not reached out to me yet. I'm still waiting. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah no, I hope, hopefully they're all on our our side. Have you uh, yeah. have you tried to reach any of the ghosts? Are you? I've, I've <laughs> had my own little moments in here where I sit here late at night and I uh, I try to speak to them and and listen. I'm I'm not completely closed minded to the idea of. Uh, of there being ghosts or spirits in here, but I've yet to see them. So I'm he's probably leaving. a good thing. He's, he's yeah, going to keep, he's going to keep annoying them to one day. He's just going to get back to response of like, dude, shut up. Leave us alone. <laughs> like. um, so let's talk. I mean, Alex's favorite question that I think he asked last time uh, was, you know, kind of what is your favorite part of the brewing process? Like, um, you know, from the beginning to the end of the tasting. I mean, what yeah, what is drinking, your drinking the beer, drinking the beer? Yeah, That's your favorite part. Oh, yeah. The final product. Yeah. 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 Um, so we, obviously you got 10 beers on tap, really great, uh, variety. I think in my opinion, that's something I wanted to hit on tonight, but, um, what is your favorite of the 10 that you have on tap and why? My favorite is the one we're drinking right now. The farm beer. Farm beer. Okay. Yeah. I think you hit on it a little bit earlier when you were talking about the farmhouse. Yeah. No, we grow the hops. We pick them by hand. We obviously have the connection to it, but really it's just because it's a low alcohol beer that we can drink throughout the day and not have to worry about driving home. Yeah. Yeah. Be, being real tore up yeah. by seven no, and uh caloric <laughs> intake and everything else i mean trying to keep my dad bod in check yeah but, uh, yeah you do a lot better than the rest of us so <laughs> oh. 610 so there's a lot of weight to spread around <laughs> I, I gotta ask it did you at least play basketball in high school or i did but i was terrible so really i, mean, I was i was forced into it against because, my will because of the height yeah, yeah yeah i mean obviously i mean i was uh solicited constantly i mean i was uh i was like scouted i had people coming scouting me but they saw me play basketball, and they were like, "Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> they saw they saw him get off the bench, like, "Yeah, this is the guy. This is the guy we're here for." Yep. And then ten minutes later, like, "Not the guy we're here for." <laughs> yeah. If nah, it makes I you, said on the, I had a pair of breakaway pants that I never got to break away. Oh. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, the two of us played in church league basketball, and that's as far as we got in our basketball careers too. So hey, that's you, got, you got you got exactly you got you got uh, farther than we did. At least you made the high school team. At least you had breakaway. Hey yeah. man. I rule in church league basketball. Oh, I, oh, believe yeah. it. I can believe, I believe it. it. And, yeah. you know, it makes you feel good. I mean, if you can uh, dunk on uh, dunk on somebody, yam it, you know? And, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's got to be a good feeling. I wouldn't know about it. <laughs> I, I, 15 years ago, I mean, maybe when I had some uh, some dexterity, but I've had spent too many, time, too many days sitting drinking beer at a bar. <laughs> to uh, be able yeah, to slam or yam anything. Dexterity won't had it won't help Adam's five eleven too much. Five eleven, that's being generous. Man. I know Adam, <laughs> Adam might be he about to say he might be five seven. Five eight. <laughs> so um how many we talked about it last time we were here when we first met with you. How many gallons can you produce at one time through your, your system? Well the brew house makes about three hundred fifty gallons in a batch. We'll do that twice to three times. Our tanks are thousand gallon tanks. Okay. So right now we're brewing about two thirds of a tank full most of the time because of the lack of uh, business normally because of the other restaurants are just not not cranking like they used to. There obviously there's there's reasons for that curfews and and yeah. uh, you know um, limited capacities and everything else goes with it. 
Um, they just removed the limited capacities today. They can go back to 100% capacities now. Yep. So that's that's really good. Awesome. Doesn't stuff, really but. affect us too much. We uh we try to keep the place pretty spaced out already. We don't want it to be a, a madhouse in here. And uh, you know, we we close at 10 o'clock anyway. So um, we're a tap room. We're not really like a late night bar, but I definitely want the other late night bars to be able to operate and uh, heck yeah, make a living and want people to be able to go out and get a beer as long as they're doing it safely. Heck yeah. I feel like with the um. 350 gallons being produced in like a batch to make these 10 beers and keep them on tap. Are you guys constantly running something through and making a new batch? And well, a 10, uh, 350 gallons is roughly 10 barrels, a little more. 10 barrels is uh, enough for us. That's 20 half barrel kegs. Okay. So the big kegs you see, uh, the 165 yeah. pound big old 15 and a half gallon kegs, those are, we make 20 of those in a, in a batch. So that's a lot of beer. And that'll typically last us anywhere from um, three weeks to a month and a half, depending on the, the amount of people that are coming in. Okay. So, like, you know, we are able to brew enough to kind of keep a rotation. And we actually have a stockpile. We have uh, a few beers in surplus that we're kind of waiting to put out. So, okay. Yeah, okay. It works out. So, right. what is all right? So, what is your probably your favorite either style of beer or, the, or beer that you brew here? Well, I mean, it was the it changes all the time, and uh, you know, I think that's a that's a normal thing. It should change all the time if you're uh, open to uh, open to try new things. Um, but I always loved IPAs because I'm a hop farmer, and just the connection to hops, and just the I love the aroma and the flavor of hops. I and mean, I know I know that a lot of people it's like it's an easy thing to say, you know, IPA being your favorite beer style. But really, uh, I just I'm in love with the the plant, the hops plant, and uh, everything that it produces. But um, it's right up you know, your Lately, though, after being a brewer for a while and having uh, just been constantly surrounded by beer and, you know, you really start to gravitate back towards the easy drinking stuff, the lighter beers, the lagers. Um, I love the discipline that goes into making a good lager. I like uh, I like how hard it is to make them right. And I love it when we pull up, pull it off. And I think we are. What makes it so difficult? The, the length of the patience that it takes, the, um, the, the restraint that it takes to make it you know a lot of people want to go be the most flavorful or the most the most uh aromatic or you know ha have it have a deep amber no like sometimes just don't just don't you know just <laughs> don't overcomplicate it like it's make beer. it natural it's not supposed to be complicated and especially if it's a light lager it's supposed to be something just crushable easy drinking not not complicated not fancy and that's what it's supposed to be so yeah. don't overthink it and don't don't make it something that's not supposed to be so is just, that it's beer? Is that what the the farmhouse or the farm beer is supposed to be? Then is that yeah. light lager? Yes. Beer? Well, it's not a lager; it's an what? ale, but it's treated like a lager. Okay. And it definitely takes on the same characteristics, just the way it's been conditioned, cold, and you know we keep it really simple. So yeah, uh, we just want the base ingredients to shine. Anytime you talk to like a a, a really high end chef, they're always like, "I want to like, don't mess it up. Just don't don't screw it up. Just keep it really simple." And that's what like lagers are supposed to be. That. I no, got you. Just no, salt, just we, salt, pepper on my filet mignon. We have another one in the tank now. It's Stein beer. Uh, Stein is German for stone, so it's a uh, stone beer. Um, we have a brewery in Columbia called Beer Color that is another amazing brewery, and they actually brew out of swamp cabbage. And you guys were just over there at yeah. another podcast. Listen to it; really cool. Appreciate it. Appreciate um, it. And um, Scott Burgess is the, uh, the proprietor of Beer Color, and uh, he's a very well versed. He's He's just the man when it comes to making a certain style of light lager from Germany. He, he lived in Bamberg, Bamberg, Germany for mm -hmm. over a decade, and he picked up 
this the the brewing traditions that they have over there and it's a very uh unique place i mean uh, bomberg germany is uh they they make a beer style called rock beer and uh rock beer is a smoke beer that uh, rock beer rock means smoke so it's a uh, smoke beer and it tastes like bacon you guys are beer bacon and oh bros. my god so it's we, need get a, we need to get a growler of that so or something figure how to yeah. get, we need to figure out how to get that on the end yeah. of the when's that going to be done well this beer will be ready in about four weeks it's been in the tank for about three now so it's uh it's uh got to take its time lagers are meant to be done cold and slow and slow and low i'll see you before thanksgiving i promise you that <laughs> but the idea of a stein beer the word stone so we take the rocks that are from this property we have blue granite that this building is built out of and blue granite happens to be the stone they use in bomberg to brew these beers so what they did before they had steel vessels is they would heat rocks on a fire and you and drop the rocks into a wooden wooden vessel to boil the liquid so the only method of heating it since they couldn't put a fire under a wood vessel yeah was to drop hot rocks into it and the wart the beer caramelizes onto the stones when you drop it into the into the liquid and it creates that really nice caramelization on the stones and it it really imparts a nice smoky flavor from the fire on the rocks and you got yourself a a one-of-a-kind unique beer that really uh encompasses all the best things of barbecue and beer and you know just just it just sounds fantastic yes this sounds awesome it's great and it's uh it's a un, it's a very um under underappreciated style of beer um, it's a lot of effort to make it. I mean, obviously you have to build a big fire and you have to put the hot rocks in it and you have to handle hot rocks and dropping them in the liquid is dangerous and it's, it's a little volatile. So it is, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely not your normal brew day, but, um, the result is, uh, is really unique. You've got like, you've got to recognize the ingenuity behind that. Yeah. Of the, you know, people back in the day, wooden vessels, all right, let's just heat up some rocks and throw them in there. And then it turns out to even not just boil it, but then adds in so much other flavors they weren't even expecting. I'm sure those guys were surprised the first time they did it. They were like, holy crap, this probably turned out way better than they were expecting. Oh, it probably started with caveman, you know, trying to, uh, yeah. you know, cook uh, probably the first method. Uh, to cook meat. Yeah, yeah or, just heat or, just well, heat a lock surface and throw yeah. something on it. Well, they probably didn't even understand that, but by boiling the liquid, you're sterilizing it and making it safe to consume. You're not going to have bacterial, you know, infections or anything getting in there and making you sick. So, yeah. you know, that's how times of the plague and yeah. uh, originally during like, you know, early American, uh, early European history, uh, 11, 1100 or, you know, plague times, old medieval times, they would only drink beer because water was known to be a contamination source because they would usually poop and pee in a bucket and throw it out the window that would go into the water source and everybody's drinking the water and everybody gets sick and dies of dysentery yeah so yeah. what they would do is they would drink beer and they learned that beer was safe to drink so the they didn't understand they didn't have microscopes they didn't understand bacteria yeah louis pasteur hadn't been born for 800 years <laughs> so, <laughs> they, uh, so they made uh they, they figured out that beer was safer to drink the water so they drank beer and what they would do is they'd make beer they would make usually three batches in one batch so they take and mash in a lot of cereal grain it takes a long time to go out and collect all this grain by hand so they're going out and picking all these pieces of barley and wheat processing it by hand talking about a lot of labor they're dumping it into a, a, a they're milling it up by hand they're crushing it they're steeping it in water they're extracting the liquid they, usually they do what's called a decoction method decoctions where you pull off part of the mash and you boil it separately and you add that back over the course of about nine hours so it's pulling off 
a little bits of your liquid, boiling it, adding it back, pulling off, add it, boil it, add it back. And it's uh, extremely labor intensive, extremely sweaty and dirty and hard, hard day. And we've done it and it's difficult and it's a historical, it's, it can be recreated with using a small percentage of a certain malt to, to recreate the flavors of that. But if you really want to go through the methods and go and, and just, you know, take on the embrace the task, it. Yeah. 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 It's a really, really cool thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult, but it's, it's cool. Uh, and, but they did this forever. They did this for thousands of years or at least several centuries and the idea of boiling wort with rocks was just a natural progression, you know, through the evolution of beer, you know, and then eventually they they figured out how to take metal and beat it into a pot, you know, and <laughs> make you know, it a lot and, easier. And everything changed. <laughs> and, and every time they come up with a new development, like using hops in beer rather than using uh, mugwort and rosemary, yeah. you know, that, yeah. then it turns into what we know as beer now. You know, and everything that we uh, every time. So somebody before refrigeration, all they had to do, they'd have to stick beer in a cave to make it cold or wait for wintertime, you know, and then eventually refrigeration came about and now they have lager beers. So lager beers are made mainstream because of the ability to keep things cold on demand. So before that, it was all ales and before ales, it was all dark sour beers. Because they didn't have the ability to control the the yeast that they're putting into it, it was just natural. So everything was kilned to be dark because they didn't have the ability to make it light colored malt because pale malt didn't come about until about 1800s. So all beer up until about 1800 was dark, smoky, and sour. That's amazing. Uh, where did you learn all this, man? Yeah, because you just like, you just you just like you're blowing our minds with all of this. Just like yeah. did this come from brew school? Or just like you self taught or oh, like yeah, just both. Okay, yeah, both. Yeah, just okay. A bit of everything. God, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. So would you say the the hot rock beer? Would you say it's the most difficult or most like the most labor kind of intensive. labor, labor intensive? Um, I it's hard to compare anything to picking the hops out there in August on a ladder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that is true. That is that is the most labor intensive. You're gonna spend an entire day. Picking a couple five gallon buckets worth of hops, that's that's labor. That's that's you're gonna get a tan, you're gonna get you know a few bug bites, you're gonna get some hop hops create a rash if you get them all over your arms and stuff. You get yeah. like lesions all over you from these hops. They kind of like burn your arms like almost like poison ivy. Gosh, uh, it's a it's a it's a definitely a difficult thing. It separates the uh, people that are not serious about it. Okay, how many but, how many buckets do you think you like? What was the highest like yield you've gotten one day of picking i mean me personally about three buckets but uh you know we uh we'll get out there in a group my dad and i or maybe uh during a um like when we're cutting the plants down i'll get a uh, a party of people out there and we'll throw it out throw two picnic tables against each other these hops are these plants are 20 22 foot long in bavaria they grow them 30 foot tall so you take and cut the whole plant down drag it over a picnic table drag it across the thing and sit seven eight people around the tables and they put everybody has their own little bucket and everybody just picks hops it's just a good way to spend a day you know you have a cold beer you yeah have a little barbecue going off to the side okay yeah we definitely do that <laughs> yeah, man, i'd be down to come pick some damn hops i'd be down to do it god yeah just say, yeah. just like at least i've You'll done it before it the same yeah. way yeah 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 you can at least teach us i mean we'll embrace that yeah. we'll embrace that so um all right so we're running up on 30 minutes y'all got anything else for me uh, um, I guess my last question then. Uh, so, what's your favorite beer that you have on tap? He just, said, he just said that. You asked that before, man. What? I asked him that. Oh, did I? I'm, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. All right. How about 
like, because you said it rotates a lot, obviously. You try it in multiple different beers. Um, maybe the best beer or your your favorite beer that you brewed in 2020. Favorite beer up to this day yeah. right now? Oh, uh, man. It's like, I uh, I don't know. I burned my brain cells up so much. <laughs> like, it's hard to even keep some, track. Some guys outside that sound like some regulars of yours. I was talking to them earlier, and they uh, – it started with a C, but they said you just ran out of it. About charismatic megaphone. That's what they talked about. Yeah. So charismatic what's, megaphone is a double IPA with Sa- uh, Sapporo Cryo and uh, uh, Azaka Cryo. That is that is all you right there, baby. <laughs> I'm a very big IPA guy. That's why they always make reference to me. I love the IPAs that kick you in the yeah. back of the mouth kind of thing. Yeah, this he, one is he not won't... bitter. It is straight juice. It's all it's a New England style double IPA, and uh, we use Cryo hops in it. So Cryo hops are where they they take hops and they freeze them with liquid nitrogen. They shatter them and then they extract all the lupulin. That's all the yellow sticky stuff on the inside. Yeah. Basically, take all that concentrated hop goodness and and pelletize it, and then we use that. It's just so sticky and dank and awesome. You know, you take, <laughs> open a bag of that, and you just want to dive inside of it. You know, I want to stick pellets up my nose. But, Go fill up a damn bathtub with it and just dive into it, like Scrooge McDuck in the cartoon when he dives into the gold coins. But our our, our double IPA series, we're doing Charismatic Megafauna was our the previous one, and we're going to keep that going. We got uh, Hardcore Herbivore right now. That's uh, another big double IPA, Wet Hop double IPA. So I'm, like the whole theme, you know, Hazelwood is a farm-inspired brewery. We're very rustic and very primal. Like we do fires, we do wood, we do – arrows we we you know support wildlife nature conservation type stuff i mean that's what we want to be is like a a, a outdoors woodsy kind of farm like hardcore kind of outdoorsy kind of brewery like yeah so that's what we do and uh like so to name beers like charismatic megafauna and hardcore herbivore and survival knife kind of fits with what we're trying to do just like we want beers that are a little edgy a little little rough around the edges and just something that's a little like exciting something that's gonna like kind of grab your attention so okay. uh charismatic megafauna a lot of papaya a lot of coconut notes in it just jumps out juice just uh really uh attention grabbing but uh it's also something you can drink every day and not get tired of okay it's, it definitely sounds like you definitely uh, yeah maybe i'm not i'm not a big fan of coconuts i don't know well it's not uh, like, well, there's no actual a, co- it's hops okay they, they have the perception of coconut okay so it's just okay. that the tropical layering you know it's just unique okay just a, just a touch of it just okay. Touch. And now we've um, I've got one last question. I know we've talked about with um, our friends at Conquest, Doug and Maria. You you said you've known them. Swamp Cabbage. Swamp Cabbage. Swamp Cabbage. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I got confused. My bad. Um, They're next door. Yeah. <laughs> they um. So Doug was telling us that he loves making like crazy concoction beers, kind of like you know like the habanero ones, weird stuff like that. Do you like doing that, or do you rather just kind of stick with the more traditional kind of old school stuff? Or well, it's uh, it's hard to kind of like you don't want to put yourself in a box. You don't want to paint yourself into a corner. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't want to ever, like, you know, limit myself on what I can do, but we are very much anti-artificial flavorings or, in- or ingredients. We don't do boxes of cereal. We don't do Snickers bars. We don't do uh, anything like that. If we're going to do a, a flavor or color beer, it's going to be with real fruit. It's going to be with, like, hibiscus flowers or, you know, something to give it the color. We we just try to stay in that farm kind of uh, wheelhouse. Kind of like how your, your mixed berry beer has got that distinct berry yeah. look to it. Yeah. No, yeah. we go hard. We go heavy yeah. on our stuff. I mean, we throw triple the amount of fruit other breweries do a lot of times. We go go big because we want to stand out. It's a competitive business, and there's a lot of people making good beer. So we want to really uh, – you got you to gotta stand out. So we yeah. we will go heavy and go big, but we're not going to use any anything artificial. So, yeah, we, we try to stay experimental and, uh, and always have fun. There's always new stuff. And, uh, you know, limiting yourself to doing just – 
a couple of beers or doing just traditional beers would really uh, inhibit your ability to be creative. Okay. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I, I agree. I like the all natural vibe to it. I mean, yeah, I, I, it definitely the um, the atmosphere fit too fits that persona completely. And yeah. then, like you said, the beer names and all that. I, that's I didn't know that, and I'm kind of like happy that I know that now. Yeah, that's definitely that makes a big make makes a big difference. I think especially. But you gotta have all a theme right. and you gotta have a story, man. It's all part of it. Oh know? yeah, definitely. Well, we experience. we appreciate you telling us your story, man. It's it's awesome stuff. We love uh, we love this part of of what we do in in the live shows and sitting down and. And picking y'all's brains and Q and A and, and everybody's different, but yeah, man. Uh, well, y'all you know, you're coming out and uh, thanks for sitting down and talking with me. I always love talking about beer. Heck yeah, oh, yeah heck yeah, we enjoyed it. We yeah, we enjoyed it, man. Yeah, you you're definitely you got, you're a fountain of knowledge, man. You blew our real. mind. <laughs> I learned <laughs> going, man. I, love I learned more about beer in ten minutes from you than I think I have in in twenty five years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, we're gonna get into your beers and we're gonna score them uh, fairly, but with some love and. Um, and we we appreciate you letting us like like I've said before I know I keep saying it but we appreciate you letting us come out and do this man, oh, man it's, I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all and, that's uh, awesome thanks for spreading the word and thanks for spreading the love heck yeah oh, yeah, man. Of yeah, man. yeah thank so, you thanks all right thank you Matt thanks for joining we'll see us see you again soon all right gang we got a uh, far beer is going to be the first one and then I think we might start at the top from the herbivore and then go down from there so that we stay in order and we can rank it but. Uh, farm beer is also one of our koozie giveaway beers. Which one is it? You? This it's Alex's. It's Alex's. It's Alex's right, so koozie it's gonna be giveaway beer. It's Alex's koozie giveaway beer. So, uh, whatever he scores, we got a, a list of people that have come over and put some scores on the board for the koozie giveaway. And uh, whoever ends up being closest to Alex's score will get a free koozie on the farm beer. So, uh, I guess we probably need to let you be last. Then is what we need to do. So. Yeah, yes. whoever is closest to Alex's on the farm beer will get the free koozie. So, uh, Alex should be in the middle, I think. Yeah, he. Um, <laughs> you get you. This is your last chance. You can adjust would, your score honest, if you want I'll, to. Lower it if you would like. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, adjust your score lower however it. you want to. So. Go high. Oh, I, I know you are. I know you are. Oh. But either way, you want to change? Is, you, I'm waiting on you. Are you gonna change your score? Yeah, we're, yeah, doing, we're, we're doing, doing far beer right, right now. now. Yeah, so, um, well, what do you find, ladies? Go uh, tell Matt to get us the herbivore, the top one, the herbivore, herbivore. The herbivore yeah, um, I'm gonna go with a whopping like. Well, oh, hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, let let us go first, and then we'll we're no uh, okay, okay, I'm the the over here. okay. Yeah, I'll just yeah. I'm, I'll just meet myself. Let me just yeah, okay. I'm, Okay. He really right. didn't mute himself. That's okay, awesome. There, Alex. We didn't need all that. I gotta be petty every once in a while. You know what I do really actually really love about. Oh, I just spilled some oh, beer. Apologies to Swamp Cabbage for uh, me and my somewhat intoxicated mind. Gracious, they're never going to let. Yeah. They're never going to let us back. <laughs> um, they actually want us back, but we'll, this we'll is talk a about good that. Beer, though. This like, is a this is a really natural beer. Like he yeah. talks about. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sure. He just go. He don't even know the guy. <laughs> he just go take the money. Uh, I'm getting that back from you when the All show's right, let's over. Go. Come on, um, chop chop. Stay on yeah. track, boys. Yeah, real simple beer. Like like you said. Um, and when we say simple, we'll, we mean like just natural, purely yeah, organic. Just natural. Yeah. Purely organic. All, all natural flavors here, nothing. But he doesn't try to overdo it by no means. No, it's, not at all. And it's not even an IPA. Like he talks about the hops from his family farm going into this beer. It's really not that high on the IBU scale. And it, it's got just a touch of hops, like just a literal touch. So um, it's the first beer, but I really, really like it. So I'm going to go with a 8-8 eight, eight for me. 8-8, eight, eight. that's a strong strong choice. I, I really like it, man. It's really simple, really smooth, really easy to drink like he talked about. 
that's a, that's a beer I could sit down and, and drink multiples of. Ten, I mean, ten, bro. Like, like I could drink ten of those just sitting down. That's gonna go down easy. Um, All right, Adam, come on. What's your score? Eight two. Eight two. Eight okay. two. I think that's fair. I mean, I think that's fair. I, I think I think this is definitely an eight style beer or better. And uh, and that well, let me not put it under Alex. Let me put it under Adam. So. All right, well, big big koozie giveaway moment for Alex. So, did you just mute Adam? No, I just muted that. Oh, okay, okay. Mic. I mean, you can mute Adam too if you want to. Mate, come on, I got, I got. <laughs> he's, he's not really bringing great insight. So, okay. Oh, uh, I'm kidding with you. I'm kidding with you. So, so all right, koozie giveaway. Your koozie score. Giveaway time. Yep. Your I score. Think I'm about to blow beer. some people's minds. Let me get one last good swig of it. Oh, come on, professional. Dude, I'm gonna go like. Mm. My mind wants to go into the nines. Don't, yeah, don't look into the numbers. Let him it, score I the way you score. In the score. Nines. Hey, this is you, baby. This is your your name behind this beer. So whatever you want to put, nine five, nine five. Holy, all right, <laughs> all right, all so right. This purely, is this is purely organic beer, completely drinkable. It like he said, it's got the low caloric, low ABUs, not ABUs, um, ABV, ABV. Yep, yeah. I know, but Dibby uses it about random too. So it's fine. Yeah. All right, you. so they're they're bringing it. Thank you, ladies. Thank y'all so much um, for bringing us our second beer here. But so yeah, go go back into your breakdown of this. The nine five. So it's the story of it too, of it like it coming from this guy's farm here in South Carolina, naturally grown, straight up, just the perfect organic beer. And it is, I I could crush dozens of these and not feel bad about myself and enjoy every single sip of it i'm almost kind of curious can any of y'all see the alcohol content on this beer i can't i can't read that board it's across right. the way hey garrett turn around and tell me what the farm beer alcohol is i think it's three five three five i think that's yeah what, that's why that's why we feel like crush, we could crush, crush this. 35 of them yeah what's that what's three, three five, five yeah yep. yeah just like adam called but so but yeah before to let everybody know garrett cutter has won the free koozie giveaway for the farm farm beer for Alex. What a guy! He knew what it too. He, his, he literally Garrett walked up and he goes, "You're doing the farm beer," and I was like, "Yeah." And he pointed to his brain. He was like, "I got you. I got so, you." So, <laughs> with, so with uh, does does Garrett score. Garrett has a kind of an advantage though. He's been on the show before, so does does he no, have it matter? I know. I'm just, yeah. I'm just but, picking with him. He with ran the, away with the highest score and closest score was a seven six. Wow, there's they, a gap there. Wow, all right, there's a gap there. Wow. Jacob, Jacob uh, a, one of our close friends seven. here, is completely astonished. I just gave it that high of a score. Yeah, Jacob here gave it a six three. Did he didn't think he that's didn't not of his alley? Like, not of his alley. <laughs> but <laughs> apparently, yeah. he, he so wants we had, to move it down. We had some sevens, but yeah, a lot of sixes is what that what what that beer was getting. A lot of sixes. Now I mean, these are people guessing. These are not people writing down their own scores. I need to make that clear for the show. Correct. These are not people giving it their own score. Sixes what and they, seven. What they, they, will they guess just assumed you, we were going. They were guessing. They were guessing before they even drank beer what we were going to score. Correct. So, but Alex with a nine five on the farm beer. I like oh, it. Yeah. Though. I is, like it. Though, that is the highest score given on the show. Uh, no, the salted caramel brown also got a nine five from did you, uh from. Did uh, you give it a nine five? I think it was one. Of, it was either you or I gave it a nine five. I think it may have been you. I think the highest I've given is a nine two. Yeah. Yeah. I would say because that to me is that's up there. I mean, it, it it could honestly, actually, if I look back at the numbers, I had to look back at them, but it could honestly be the highest we've ever given a beer on the score. So, uh, Hardcore Herbivore is the one that he was talking about. He flew in hops from Oregon, wet hops. 
Uh, it's a IPA. Looks like an eight seven one on the alcohol by volume and eighty IBUs. So is this, this is going to be this is going to be something you, Adam, probably are not going to like. That's probably true. All right, who's who is? No one's no one did this one for a koozie giveaway, right? No. Okay, so we can just roll straight into it. Correct, correct. All right, All right I'm gonna roll roll through it. I feel like it's got it's got more hoppy than I think the farm beer does. Oh yeah, it's got more of the bitter. Um, but that tastes like um, there's tropical in that. Tastes like a flower. Yeah, there's some sweet natural flavors to it, like that bring up the like it's almost like that's like naturally sweetened by using some sort of fruit or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, I think that farm beer says 18 IBU. So yeah, you're talking about a 70 IBU difference between. Oh the two yeah, of them. definitely, so, definitely. Yeah, I think this is built definitely more for the IPA and hops family. Yeah. I like it. I'm a fan of it. Um, I said that didn't hit nearly as hard in the throat as I thought it was going to. No, this one? Yeah. It is. No, it's not nearly as hard as you would think. It's not where, like, if you're That's, not an IPA fan, wow. this one's not going to make you cry. Correct. That's delicious, though. You you are right. It's definitely got some. Um, this is the hardcore herbivore, the very top one. So um, this is definitely not as strong as I kind of thought, because I, I really thought this was like an imperial IPA, if I'm reading that board right. So. Um, I'm with y'all though. I mean, it's it's really not overpowering in hops, and it's got kind of I can't put my finger on the the fruit that's in it though. It's almost like mango, maybe. It's something like that, yeah. Maybe. I would. I don't know if it's my mango. I don't know, but like I said, I, I get like a flowery taste, like a floral. Well, it taste is an herbivore beer. <laughs> it is an herbivore. <laughs> like like maybe like like an earthy taste. It is. It's an imperial IPA, eight point one percent alcohol by volume. I was wrong. It's eighty IBUs. 80 IBUs. 8.1%. Yeah, 8.1%. Oh, this one will get you going. I know. This does not. This will get you going. This does not feel like an 8.1% alcohol by volume kind of beer, Our good though. friend Cody just cheers because the beer yeah. has got him going. It's got, yeah. it's got his engine revving. Yeah. So, um, ready for scores, anybody? Yeah, I'm going to do a 8.6. Um, 8.6 eight, six. Eight, six from Alexander. Yeah, throwing out government names again. Yeah. <laughs> Our damn government names. I didn't put anything besides that. I don't know, but yeah, this is actually yeah, this is a solid, solid IPA that I I could I could drink a couple of. I wouldn't, this and it good. wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt your soul. Yeah, like it doesn't hit because you're nowhere near an IBA, IPA guy. No, right? I he, the probably the highest he's ever given is probably like a mid sevens. Yeah, per, but no, this IPA. is you know this is a high seven. This is like a seven eight. Seven, eight. eight. Yeah, yep. this is a solid beer, though. I was gonna. I put like a, this one because it, the decent flavor and the strong ABV on it too. Yeah. So this I feel is like I'm a getting solid a, beer. I'm too. getting best of both worlds, in I my would, opinion, on a beer profile and what I look for in a beer. Yeah, I'm putting a I'm putting a seven nine behind this one actually because that's that's right where I thought it was going to be. Just just kind of short of the eights, but at the same point, I mean, you're not overpowered by the hops, and the eight point one is actually pretty pretty sneaky on you. So, um, I mean, just a just a really quality Imperial IPA to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I was. I'm astonished that it's 8.1. So, um, wonder if we can grab. See hey, if we can grab. Yeah, grab a girl. Callie. Somebody grab Callie. We are now going to go into the. What is it? Comfort milk smoothie beer. Comfort milk smoothie beer. Monk. Is the one, monk, the monk. monk. Can you get three of the monk smoothie beers? Yeah. Callie, just, just, just tell me. Just tell Matt. The short glasses. Yeah, just tell Matt. The tall or tell, or tell the girl in the green, one or the other. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. The, mon the uh, monk smoothie beer. We need three of those. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, that was actually yeah, that was very good beer. I'm I, I got to give credit to the guy because what I really like when you look at his board. 10? Well, yes, he's also six ten and would dunk <laughs> on Adam. Uh, I mean, who couldn't? Yeah, I mean, come on, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not an accomplishment. I know, I know. I just had to throw you under the bus. So, uh, but really, I mean, the it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of great how diverse his menu is. Yeah, like that's that's what I wanted to really give him credit for at some point in the show because. When you go to a brewery, especially here in Columbia, it feels like they're lagers and ales, they're IPAs and sours. They're, There's um, definitely a theme to every brewery you go to. They do like two to three or three to four or something it, like that. It's like it's just, just a style of beers that they're good at, and that's fine. I mean, don't get me wrong, but he is all over the spectrum. He's got sours. He's got Imperial IPAs. He's got uh, lagers. He's got a Pilsner up there. He's got a Porter up there. So, I mean, it's it's really great the diversity of, of what he's bringing to the table, and it's so smart because let's be real, like you and your significant other are going to have different palates. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. They're going to try different styles of beer. So that's a darker beer. Uh, this is a darker beer. The wonderful Miss uh, Chelsea. Yeah. One of our, our beers. One of our greatest she's supporters. One of our loyal listeners. Yep. She's one of our greatest supporters. So, all right. So let me make sure we're getting this name right as I, as I type it onto the phone. It, it is, is the, the Comfort, Comfort Monk, Monk Smoothie, smoothie Sour. It's a uh, fruit smoothie beer. Sour. It's a fruit beer, 7.2% alcohol by volume, 15 IBUs. Do you IBUs. remember one of the other smoothie beers we were doing? And um, mil- I thought it was a milkshake. Beer. It was, but do you remember one of the ingredients was milk uh, sugar? Yeah, milk sugar, yeah. And Garrett and everybody were all like, what is milk sugar? And he, he mentioned that this is also made with milk sugar as well. This was off air before the show and um, kind of dove more into that. It's basically just lactate. So you get that's how you're getting that milk flavor and, and I got you. I wouldn't say not consistency, but that's how you're getting that milk flavor. You're getting the milk present. It's through that basically sugar sugarized basically lactate. I got you. It's a nice little what, what kind of what would you say? It's I know like it's dark out and it's I would say it's like a berry kind of. It's yeah. like a cherry red. Cherry red. Yeah. What do you what do you say? No, I mean, I mean it's, it's not a, as it's white a, as a cherry red. Yeah, it's a little bit darker than that. No, it's, so. no, it's like. The raspberry like, color, like color of like real cherries, not the bright red cherry. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The dark cherry, like off a tree, or like the cherry. or like the natural raspberry color. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like it almost looks like the color well, of like, like Robitussin. No, it looks like <laughs> the color of like strawberry jam is what. <laughs> yes, strawberry jam is a perfect example of this color. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that more. Yeah, it better not taste like no Robitussin. That's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh, that's unique. That's a very interesting. Wow. Smoothie sour. It's pretty good. It's pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to I don't know how to describe it. I don't think <laughs> I'm, trying to... I'm wondering I'm wondering to know if since it's got the Have monk you... on there, if it's the monk fruit. I'm assuming it is the monk fruit that he's using in this. Have you have you ever had anything like this though? I, I have I, not. I, I, have I don't not. know. No. Nothing that's come close to it. No. Nothing beer wise that's at least come close to no. it. No, like I so said, this is a very unique flavor combination and like it's, it's something that you don't need to let the word smoothie kind of scare you away because you know like you think milk i'm not gonna lie to you i thought it was a smoothie i thought that was what was coming out of the machine up there at the at the bar i thought that's what we were gonna get but it's it's interesting man it's it's, it's so got that, like almost kind of like smooth kind of thing like you can definitely tell the lactate like the milk is there yeah so you get the little smoothie it's silky it's the silky i think, the yeah, milk I think that's like what you're going yeah the milk, yeah yes. silky and then it's also got a little bit of the sour it's not as much sour as i would like um now, with the other sour later on the board is the sour I kind of like. We can't wait for us to get to that one. But this one here is it's a, it's a really good beer. God, this is almost like it's a very unique flavor profile, and I can't I really. Agree. It's almost got like a jolly. It's it almost got like a melted Jolly Rancher flavor to it. For is the that, sour, is that what you're feeling? Yeah, is yeah. that what you're feeling? It's but still like still not quite 
that sour. It's really yeah, not that sour. Not, that no, sour. No, no, no. It's certainly like the if sour is there, but it's not like the puck green sour. Yeah, it's not. How about, how about this? If you bring your woman to here and she is saying, "What what kind of beer do I want?" This that is probably what I would point that a, that like. That, that, that doesn't like, like yeah. That doesn't like beer. Doesn't taste like beer. This is probably what I would point them to. Yeah, it definitely doesn't have the distinct like normal beer flavors, but it is really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Do we know the um? Did you read off the ABV? Yeah, the- yeah. It's uh, it's actually in the sevens. It's seven point two. Okay, he's doing a really good job of sneaking some alcohol on you. <laughs> yeah, he is. Because this is this is not something that feels seven point two ish. It's not something that feels overpowering. Um, he, he he's really doing a great job. All right, well, I'm throwing muscle out there. Go for it. Go, yeah, go ahead. Eight, I got eight one. Eight one. Eight one. Eight one. I definitely think that's fair. I like, you like it? Yeah. I'm gonna go with um eight three. Like, I, just, I just prices right it, Adam. And like the when the menu when we were here on Wednesday, looking at it, I agreed. I was like, yeah, that's probably what's gonna come out of that machine. And I was kind of hesitant on getting it, but now that would be crazy. Like the machine that the, that well, Chris and Am are talking to, it's like literally like a one of those smoothie machine. machines up there. That or like, like, like or an icy. It's an icy machine. It looks like yeah. Or like so a, we the were margar- thinking that like the frozen margarita yeah, machines you see at a Mexican. The clear restaurant. tank with the liquid. It's frozen and it's got the white spinner that's spinning the slush. Like we thought that for, for some reason we just assumed that if it was a smoothie beer, it's going to come out that that machine. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's again, it's very good. I'm going to give it a seven seven. Nothing, nothing, nothing really anything wrong with the beer. It's just something like, like when we talk about our scoring, if I was to come to this brewery and I sat down and and looked at this list and I've had some of these beers before, this is not going to be the first or second or third kind of beer that I'm going to pull from this list. I probably am going to get it eventually. Yeah. And uh, of the three beers that we've tasted so far, it's third for me. Okay. And I got a feeling that it's probably going to end up being fifth or sixth across the list. So, and for anybody new uh, that hasn't heard us explain it, a nine and above means you're going way out of your way to get it. Eight and above means you're going to hunt, try to hunt it down. Seven and above means if wherever it's available, if you're at a place and it's available, you're going to make a point to get a glass. And then just six and below, just you just feel however you feel it out. And and for me, like with an eight, if if I'm if I'm ranking something at eight, it's likely, it's likely like when I got here to Hazelwood. It would be the first beer that I also got. Yes, or yeah. or it'd be the second beer at least if it's not the first. So, um, you know the 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 farm beer is is certainly probably going to be the first one that I get when I get here next time at, at this point. So, I don't. Uh, this was this was very good. Um, but no. Um, also, like if I was at a restaurant and I saw this like on the menu, if I was going to have more than more than one drink. This is one I would think. You're going like, to try to squeeze this one in there. Well, this is – it's on my options list. It's on, it's on my, my list of options of, like, if there's something that, I, you know, if something I want, if it's available, it's I'm, it's on the list to get. Yeah, so score-wise, you actually have this one above the herbivore, so this would be your second beer so far. Correct. Yeah, I think, that's right. I think we're doing – I think we're doing good. I think we're doing fair scores. So, uh, got to figure out who to grab next. Let me see if I can wave old Angie down. Hey, Mom. Will you ask him? It's the sink, sink, sink the flagship. Just sink tell me three in the yeah. little small glasses like this. Like this, yeah. These are these are good times, man, doing these little shows like these at the um, oh my gosh. breweries. I love awesome. this, man. I love this. It may I sound would... a little bit informal if you're listening to it at a later date, but you should be here. It's a lot of fun. The, the environment great. here is definitely really fun. There's outdoors, fire pits. There's kids running around. Yeah. There's heavy machinery. So if you get a few drinks in us, we can go over there and start playing some heavy machinery. We maybe. might. We might. If you want to, if you want to want a. Uh, <laughs> A bobcat. There's probably one over there on the construction you site. Know, you know, Brent, who hey, is, I'm going for the big, 
backhoe, man. Screw the bobcat. I can do more damage with the backhoe. You know, Brent, who is uh, who's a big fan of Swamp Cabbage, obviously, I think this is probably going to end up being his first time at Hazelwood, uh, would definitely be our guy to lead us over there and actually get us in and get us on a bobcat over there. All you yeah. need, but and it's <laughs> all you need if you had a cat, like if you work construction and you have a cat key. It's like universal. I have I have a feeling he, they're, they're a lot he knows smarter what he's now, doing though, with but that. There's a, there's a, no, he's right. They're a lot smarter. Like there was, they left one. I'm not going to say where I was at, but they left one with the key in it. I went to turn the key on. Actually, start going, but then all of a sudden, it's like computer turned on, and it was like username, password. You got I'm like, this is a goddamn backhoe, and it's asking me for a username <laughs> and password. <laughs> it's it, it's smarter they're, than they're some. A lot, they're a lot smarter than some people. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna oh, say yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah, definitely yeah, a lot yeah, smarter yeah. than some of the humans that are working them. So yeah. Um, all right, Kimmy oh, Smith, yes. another one of our Adam wonderful Smith's supporters. Um, She's super nice and Kimmy, piss her off. Kimmy Lawanda Smith <laughs> rolling in here. Yeah, no government names, Chris. No government yep. names. Kim, Kim Lawanda Smith has uh, has graced no us. Spill. She did not spill a single drop yeah, of it. She's, a, a, hey, she's a pro. What are you talking about? She's a pro. <laughs> she may have drank a few beers in her this, day. <laughs> she, drank, she drank a lot of a lot of things in her day. She's wonderful. She's an angel. She's like, don't put that, don't put that evil on her. Is what she's saying, "Ain't no, hey, <laughs> hey, only like 400 people listen to us. Relax." <laughs> no. All right, so this is another IPA, though, right? Is this uh, the one you yes, yes, this is the flagship IPA. Yep, it this is, is the one you had on Wednesday. Yes, it is. I've had this one multiple times when I've been up here. Um, it's a good to go IPA if you like IPAs. It's listed as an American style IPA, seven percent alcohol by volume, forty IBUs. 40, I- 40 okay. IBUs. Yep. So it's a little bit less than the herbivore. Uh, but you know what? I mean, I've had a sip of this and I'm going to go right back into it in a second. But I would almost say that you're going to get more hops out of this than you did the herbivore. I mean, oh, you will. I, I, I was going to say, I, I'm just guessing in on that. You definitely get more more hops out of this one. This is definitely a more true IPA. Not something to up your flavor. But I think it's because with, the, with the herbivore, though, <laughs> it's got other flavors going on. This one's just strictly an IPA. It doesn't yeah. have as much going on that you can actually focus in on the hops of this beer i feel like yeah i mean i could be way off but i think you're going to be right no i meant my science could be way off on yeah. why yeah that's definitely yeah like you're saying definitely that bitter hoppier flavor it's a more natural ipa i mean that's that's yeah. what i think of when somebody says hey man i got you an ipa like this bitter, like that a little bit bitter yeah, with flavor to when, it. When the IPA bros come out of the woods, this is what they're looking for. So you know, like this is gonna hopefully, hopefully try to follow me because I'm I'm gonna be bad with describing what I'm trying to get across. If these beers, when you say natural, in my mind, I'm thinking natural, unfiltered, just raw ingredients, and that's really what it is because Matt Matt himself said that. That's yeah. they're big on that. Like compare this to like a store bought nationwide chain IPA. You can tell it's a very filtered out beer strictly just an ipa like it, it's very like, it's uh, uh, filtered i guess guess that's what i got that's the word i'm sticking with i can't think of any other verbiage to use yeah but i guess that but these it, beers but it's like you get hits, all the natural flavors but it's still in I, like you're saying with that kind of can look they try to i guess try to emphasize that hop taste and flavor profile whereas this like it's there and it it can't but it's not overpowering like if if there's another flavor that he's trying to emphasize or present to you in a beer like you could taste it with, yes. it, being a, with it being a more natural i was organic beer let me, or, or artisanal beer however you, when i organic's a really good word to say too because like anytime you eat organic food or something like that you know you're gonna have more of the actual natural flavors of that that item yeah. i feel like this is definitely what these these beers are naturally natural and organic that's like the best way to describe it 
Yeah. None of them have been super clear. None of them have been like super, super clean to look through, like, you know, like Bud Light, Miller Light. You can just, you can read a book on the other side of that stuff. These you can see through, but it's just, you can tell that these beers are natural in its purest form. I was going to say, what, what I mean by natural when I made that statement a second ago, I, I kind of meant just probably like the most original, you know, typical IPA. Like, you know, so like you said, store-bought IPA. I mean, this is this is what I thought of and was kind of trying to get across when I said natural. I guess it's just the most uh, normal IPA that people are going to be going for. You got hops. You got, you know, a light lager with hops flavor kind of. That's that's kind of what people are looking for when they this say, hey, man, can I get an IPA? Like, this is probably what they're typically looking for. This is definitely like not trying to I don't, not want to say generics. I feel like that just be like insulting this beer, but it's like. The classic IPA. It is the classic IPA. The classic yeah, yeah. IPA. that's what I'm looking for. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. It's yeah. classic. Yeah, it's yeah. the good to go. Like if you ever want to try an IPA for your first time, this would be a good one. Um, it's there, so you can taste it and you get the flavor profile, but it's not going to knock you on your feet or knock you on your ass. Sorry. Yeah. So I never if something knocks you on your feet. I want to know what that is because you were either <laughs> laying down and it stood you up or something like that. It hit hit you with the Holy Spirit. Baby. <laughs> yeah. <Just whoop. laughs> so um, I'll go first. I think this is um, you know I'm not a typical IPA guy. I think, like I said, this is a classic IPA. I think it's it's pretty normal for most people. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with a seven five for my score there. Seven five. Seven five. And, and I think I I, I want to. I've had to do this on several occasions, especially at Swamp Cabbage. I, I want and you know now that we're at another brewery, I want to be fair to them because an IPA is not typically my. It's probably my least favorite style of beer, maybe outside of a porter. So. Uh, so I, I want to be fair to this beer because it's a really quality beer. Just like we've been we've been raving about it. It's very clean. It's very crisp. It's very hoppy. It's very exactly what you're looking for in a classic IPA. So I think it's a quality beer. But for me and my palate, it's definitely not something that I'm getting blown away by. So I, I want to give it that fair score of seven five. Yeah, I'm right there. I'm right there with you with a like seven seven is where I was going with it. Again, if you're looking for an IPA, this is it. But if IPA is not your flavor profile, then yeah, this is gonna turn you off just a little bit. But it's not terrible, like it's not gonna kick you in the in the throat when you drink it. I'm gonna put mine at like seven nine point nine. Like it's <laughs> almost to the point that like I want this beer. I'm gonna drink it when I'm here. Like every time I've come here, I've ordered this beer because I like it a lot. Um, but I'm also it's not to the point where like with it just being a classic IPA, um. I hardly ever really hunt down IPAs, so that's why the only reason it's not in the eight. You know, if I'm hunting beer down at something you. really, really good, but or it's an extreme flavor, or, or something you can drink multiple of. Yes, yeah. All right, so that's an official seven nine point nine. You don't, I don't, have, you don't have to put the point nine, but seven, I just want, nine. I want you. I want to say, I don't think how close it is to an eight. Yeah, we, we've never <laughs> taken anything to two decimal points. Yeah. Going I, I'm just gonna do it for fairness. I mean, <laughs> he said it's the closest thing that can get to. Hey, you just. Oh, never mind. That's mine. All right, my fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. All right, so we got uh, the Mexican, the Mexican lager. lager. The Mexican lager of is Garrett, another yeah, good Garrett Cutter, the uh, winner of the first koozie, but now we're on to our second koozie competition. So. Which is you. my free koozie giveaway. Okay, okay. Here. So Mexican. Let me get make sure I'm writing this down Mexican right. Mexican lager. lager. Hey, go ahead and bring that notepad over here. Well, that's not fair. No, 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 no. Because no. I don't I want. Say, I don't want it to influence my scores yeah, by yeah, looking yeah. at. Yeah, hand me the notepad. Hand me the notepad. Uh, well, I'm saying like we can look at it, but. Alice can now look at it because I've already done my giveaway. Hold on, let me correct, correct. All right, there but we go. Yeah, Alice it, can now look at it. So, 
All right, Mexican lager. Let me get this out of the. Uh, so this is the one I had on on Wednesday when we were here. This is the the one I ended up getting. And all right, yours, de- yours definitely. Um, your score guesses have a lot more of a solid range than mine did. Where you know one person was close, and then it was all down to six. Well, yeah. A lot of people, I think, have had the Mexican lager because I take. I only took one taste of it the other day when Adam got it, and I was pretty impressed with it. So. So I mean, uh, from what yours will be a close race, whatever your score from is. From what from what they told me, it's they were like sea salt and like fresh and lime juice, fresh lime zest. Think about lime it. Zest. Think about it. Yeah. If it's, if it's if Mexican, it's gonna have that Hispanic flavor. Yeah. Any beer that's got Hispanic, you automatically go straight to lime. That's yeah. Where your brand's gonna go. And but I've taken a sip, and I say it's right there. So, so it's a right, it's so a so lager you, pale, no IBUs, five point three alcohol. All right. So you know volume. it. You know it still hands the no lime IBUs. No IBUs. Okay. So you know it still hands the lime. Is that a lime lager that they? It's are? it's a lime golden ale that they golden have. It still hands, and it is pounded with, with lime. lime. Like so, you, do you remember we've done a salt and lime beer before? We oh, have. Pal- 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 yes, we have. Now, lot we didn't give it no a very <laughs> lot of salt, no lime. Lot of lot of sea salt, no flavor, no quality. I will say no lime. I did, after after I've taken a sip of this, um, I'll go I'll go first since I've already given my beer koozie away. Um, there is salt to it. I think there is more of a lime zest definitely than Palmetto had in their can. Yeah. Granted, now, you know, to Palmetto's defense, it just because the canning process can be Possibly, horrible and yeah. horrible in the lime. Which has been proven by Palmetto's um, multiple beers that we've done. Yes. Um, we're sorry, Palmetto. Um, we'd love, this to, beer, we'd this love beer to come down. Good. I like it. Um, I'm going to go with, straight into my score with it. You know, one last little sip in. Seven, six. Seven six. Okay. So, Seven six. So like for the I said, old this Alex. is this is the one I had on Wednesday, and I tried it, just like the sample of it. And they actually had the pint of it, and I was I was very pleased with it. Um, it is more lime than we had in the. Okay, palmetto. I was going to ask. That was going to be my own question. More more lime than yep. what we had at the Palmetto, less lime than the Still Hands lime golden ale which i'm fine with because yeah. lime can be a very i think overpowering flavor it's just like lemon it can yeah. be you can overdo it you exactly. can very easily overdo it exactly and i think this beer does a fantastic job of not like giving you just the right amount of it hint finds of the middle ground yes absolutely yeah. so for me this is i i really enjoy this beer okay all right chris you gotta give your score before he okay does. i was gonna say because what i would what I definitely want to. I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of. I'm kind of excited. I, He's got me excited. I, I'm, I, I think, this is a I, very good beer to I me. I was gonna say. I think Adam might get into the nines with this, and I and I'm I'm kind of torn, man, because this is a really quality beer. What I love about it, because what I've been telling people is that it's got sea salt and lime, but it's not overpowering by on any either sense. Ones, on either, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's just a, enough salt and lime that it almost kind of becomes sour. You can feel your mouth want to tighten up a little bit. Exactly. But it's not too much. Correct. It's I just agree. enough there that your your brain registers what it is. Exactly. I think it's it's really crisp too. Like yes, yes. like oh my god, if I was out on a hot summer day and somebody threw me this, yeah. I would pound this beer. I would yes. if I cut the grass and I just got to cut the grass, wanted a beer, I would pound imagine this beer. Like, imagine like like swimming in the lake all day and you get in the boat, you know, like you that and first, beer you, that first oh, yeah. beer you get always just goes down hard. If it was this, it'd go down even harder. Like, oh just, yeah, so, you'd be crunching the can as you were chugging it. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Chris, go this, ahead. What you got? Oh God, um, I think this is a eight point nine. It's not. It's not quite 
That's one of his highest. That's one of highest Chris's highest. It's not quite high enough to, to make just, you drive like two hours. To make me like I wouldn't I wouldn't drive to Charleston just for this beer. But I'd sure as hell drive to Newberry. I'd sure as hell drive to Camden. I, I'd take the I'd go to Orangeburg. I'd take the thirty to forty minute drive. All right. So uh, it's it's re- I mean, seriously, it's it it's better than the good. farm beer. And that's what I wanted to make sure I did. I had to look back at my score for the farm beer of eight eight. It's it's better than the farm beer, so it's it's right wait, over wait, the farm beer. Did, eight, what nine. did I end up giving the farm beer? You gave the farm beer a eight two. Okay. So this isn't quite touching the nines for me. It's not quite in the nines, but it is right there with you, Chris. It is an eight nine. Eight nine. All right. Okay. So the eight nine. Alex so, has got it. Alex has got the clipboard. He's gonna have to look at it. Our okay. second koozie winner here. We have to try to get his attention again. Is it Garrett Cutter? It, it is not. Oh, okay. Okay. Steven, would you mind going grabbing Garrett right there? If he if he won a second koozie, I'd yeah, lose my mind. So somebody I do believe gave it an eight, didn't they? There was multiple eights. Okay. So it goes from eight seven, who was our winner, all the way down throughout. You you times. almost won a second koozie. You almost almost did. won a second you koozie. You almost did. Okay. So <laughs> is a is a guy named Joe? Is he with your group? Yeah. Okay. Tell tell him that your wife priced right him. He had eight six. She with the eight point seven was closer to Adam's eight point nine. Yeah, so Sarah, Sarah so the cutters, Sarah. the cutters cr- crushing the koozie giveaway Sarah, right Sarah, now. Sarah took the price. Wow, right wow, what a quality, yeah. <laughs> what a quality cutter family right now. The Price is Right. Hey, congratulations! Two Sarah. koozies. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, so one more, one more koozie giveaway beer. Uh, I just had to right. go through that like dramatic interest because like Joe literally wrote down eight point six and Sarah had eight. You got 7. one more chance. You got one more chance. So we are this on the, the Mexican, Mexican lager. Adam gave it an eight point nine. Sarah Cutter at eight point seven walked away with the victory. So you gave it like uh, a seven something. I know that's right. Fine. You got the mixed berry in your hand. Now I'm doing the mixed berry. So you better go make sure you got the right score for you. <laughs> okay. Make sure you got the right score for you. Also. Hold this on. is our good friend Jacob. That yeah, we're Jacob. To Jacob street. lives in the neighborhood with Alex and I. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah we're, he, hey, we're halfway home, man. We've already done. We've done five of the ten beers. He's saying it's his bedtime. He, dude, your child's not even here yet. You're already in dad mode. Lord, wait. A, wait. <laughs> man, he's already he's milking wait. it. He makes thirties look so bad. <laughs> God, it's gonna be rough on me. Early thirties. <laughs> Early thirties. So, he can still so. see the twenties. <laughs> All right. So we are going to – what is going on? There's a lot of waving and communicating. Yeah, what's I, happening. I'm trying to communicate with my in-laws. You got who getting it? Oh, he's going to get our beers? Okay, okay. Because uh, that's actually what's up next is the it's Mixed Berry Jam. Yeah. Yep. So it's going to be our final koozie giveaway. We're giving away koozies. You better make sure you got a score written down for the Mixed Berry Jam if you want to try and win one for free. Yep. Just hand it off, hand it off to him, so he can write a score down. So Mixberry under, under, Chris's, yeah, under Chris's name, Mixberry Jam, giving away free koozies. This is going to be the final koozie giveaway beer. It is the Mixberry Jam. So, uh, it's a sour. I can't read that from here. I'll pull up my phone in a second. So, how are we doing on time? We're about. Oh, we've got plenty of time. Oh yeah, yeah, we're, we're only an hour in. So. We're at our halfway point of our normal show time. I tell you what, he did. I got to give Matt credit. He did such a quality interview. I mean, that was just. That was it's kind really of one of those interviews like like Becca did the same thing. She like you asked a question and like she would just run with it and just like not in a bad way. Like she would just she would continue to talk and he did the same thing. Like would tell so much great stuff that you're like, but like you didn't blew, want to ask another but he question. He blew my mind. Oh yeah, there was yeah. a lot of knowledge that he put put Heating on. And I mean, blue granite and throwing it in 
beer, let it boil, caramelizing around that stone, creating a smoky and bacony flavor. What the? Like what? How? I, I huh? almost. Uh, who? And if who? He, what? That's, just, that's what that's who? what my brain was doing. If who he thought of that, if yeah, he goes back and listens to this, and I'm not, I'm, I promise you, I'm not trying to be an asshole about it, but I kind of hope he names that beer after us. Because if it's a smoky come on now, bacon, that's, a little, that's a lot. Smoky bacon flavor, the beer, bacon, and bros podcast. I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious, you can't you can't line it up better. And he asked me today. He said, "Well, so where's the bacon?" I'm like, "Well, we do need to do more food stuff. We, we need to do we've more talked about stuff. the hot dog challenge. We've been waiting to get a camera, Alex. I love him to death, but we ordered a camera this week at some point so that we can we can get on our hot dog train." And get our live episode well, going for that. that so. but yeah, we we do still want to do like a live seltzers tasting. Yep. And yeah. we wanted or the and the live blind beer or sniff. Oh, the Adam Scavenger yeah. beer hunt essentially. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the Adam Scavenger beer hunt. So, all right. So the mixed berry jam coming into us. Just properties so, of so the funny thing is, everyone that's carried over three beers has put them in a little triangle formation and tried to carry them with their fingers. The one man who's brought us beer that's worked in a restaurant before said, two. "No, I'm gonna put two in one and one in the other." Yep. Like he's like, "Work smarter, yep. not harder, baby." Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so but either way, Bronx but this, killed it. <laughs> this also has the same color. <laughs> As strawberry jam, it does like that same that <laughs> same does. color that the smoothie sour had. This has this is a little bit thicker though. It's a little bit it's a little bit harder to see through. Same yep. color, but I think it's a little bit but, more. But dense. it's still that strawberry still that jam stra- color, and not strawberry jelly. It's like a strawberry like homemade jam. It's like that deep yeah, pink. Smuckers yeah. that smuckers yes. like strawberry jam. I'm I'm so excited about this one because I'm actually rating this as a free koozie is going to give away. But two big sour fan, so. Um, what was the I'm, name of this one again? This, is, again the, this is the mixed berry jam. Is this the one you had, a, also had on Wednesday? What's the alcohol content? I did on this have one? this on Wednesday. It is. I'm about to get to it. So it's a sour. Six. It's a fr- fruited sour with 6.6 alcohol 6. by 6. volume, 15% IBUs, which is kind of interesting because I told you the the farm beer is only 18% IBUs. So this is almost up there with the farm. Almost beer. up there on the farm beer. So uh, mixed berry sour. Oh, can you that so back, please, sir. Uh, Jacob, thank you so much for grabbing these I beers. Mean, Jacob, another one it. of our wonderful fans. I can look at it. Yeah, I'm no, not. I, hey, I'm no, not worried I'm about who gets this koozie. Adam's the trouble troll. We can't let him look at nothing. He can't read. No, he I'm got a, that sit a little. He got that. You're right. I'm a numbers. Read. I'm a numbers guy. He's don't, a numbers hey, guy. don't let the guy that graduated from airport tell you how to read. I'm just kidding. He didn't Ooh, graduate. Jacob, from wait. You did graduate from. No, you didn't. You graduated from Dutch Fork. Dutch Fork. Uh, yeah. Come on now. Wait. Hey, hey. He's only an athlete, baby. All right, Chris. Take your first sip. All right, let's give some scores here while Chris contemplates his score. See who's going to win the next and last final koozie. So, Ooh. this this, this is tastes good. Like, this is tough. This do we is know? Tough. Do we I know? Do we know what fruits or does it? We say don't what, know. I, I would say it's probably raspberry, maybe blackberry, because it's got it's got to have that sour fruit almost to it. And but like, it's definitely gonna be the more sour raspberry and blackberry. But like, I'm getting, sour I feel like I'm getting a hint of like a strawberry. It could be, it could be raspberry strawberry. I almost want to ask him. Yeah, if we should, we should. If we can, yeah, if we can flag Matt back now one more time, we gotta. Or we can send him. one of our helpers over. Yeah, yeah. But this is really good. Um, I'm trying to think of like a, a setting that I would drink this beer, and I just have to say it'd probably be summer, just summertime, hot days, really good fruity beer. Um, it's cool. It's Chris, it is, and it's it's not like it's not heavy. It's not overpowering alcohol wise. But this is very good, though. It's really good. It's really good. This one is a sour too, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's it is a sour. But so. in it, but it doesn't give you that overpowering like 
pucker your lips, exactly. lock your jaw sour. For it's you. almost like, like it's almost like, like as Chris said, like it's a Jolly Rancher kind of sour. Yeah, it's, it's there, but you don't freak out kind of thing. Cool. It's, yeah. it's like Alex. It's not Warhead. Warhead. It's, it's not, not Warhead. Warhead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Alex talked about with the uh, with the like uh, the uh, victory sour that we did on Wednesday. Oh yeah. It, it's not. It doesn't overpower the sides of your tongues. Ah, that's good. Um, so, it, I mean, it, it doesn't overpower the sides of your tongues. It doesn't make your whole mouth shrink. You don't so. feel your jaw muscle tighten up. Yeah, yeah. Like in the bottom corners of your jaw. But, man, really, I mean, really quality sour. Really quality sour. Another another great beer for, one, sour fans, and two, people that aren't a quote-unquote craft beer kind of guy. Drew being in the chat saying it's a blueberry. I can I can kind of see that. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Drew, we appreciate you coming along with us, big guy. Oh, here, we uh, here we go. Jacob, Jacob has found it online on what's in this in this beer. Yeah, give me the rundown. So we have raspberries, blackberries, po- and poison berries. Okay. So okay. Right. So Drew, it's, so it's, me and you were right on the the raspberry, blueberry, blackberry because yeah. we knew that it'd yeah. be that sour fruit. Yeah, and it's got it's got more ra- I think it's got more raspberry than anything. But I think is, so, yeah. But yeah. it is very good. Well, because obviously the raspberry is going to give it that more red fl- color that we've got yeah. in front of us. Blackberry, uh, you know, is going to. Be- be definitely darker. All right, so you two have to go first on the scores for this before right, I do. Alex, what you got? Uh, one more sip. One more sip. All right. And we got a good list. We appreciate all those that ended up coming out and uh, and supporting us tonight. Also, those that have gone through and given. Uh, Bro, I don't know if I'm going to get below seven. Our, our free at all here. <laughs> I'm like, it sounds bad to say it's like our scoring scale. You know, seven means you're going to make a point to get it. Basically, which means when I come to Hazelwood, I'm gonna make a point to run through the entire damn beer list. I know, because like I truly, I want, I truly want to. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm enjoying all of. We've got to be. You got to be fair to Hazelwood. So I mean, if it doesn't deserve a six, it doesn't deserve a six. You know what I mean? Oh no, I'm being but, fair, but by, but by also, not giving it a six. I promise you that these are great yeah, beers. Yeah, and I mean that's that's <laughs> these our are job. Good quality beer. Exactly. Yeah, that's our it. job is to come here and give fair scores. Seven um, seven seven seven. Yeah. All right. That's a point. That's Remember, a like we said, eight, point one higher than the next Eight and above you. means you're going to travel. You're going to travel to make a point to find it. You, Nine you, and above means you're willing to like take a trip to another city uh, right, just Alex, to have that beer. Me and you are right there on the same same page. You really want to give a seven seven same no, thing? Seven eight though. Seven eight. He's going. Okay. Price is right. Okay. Me. Price is right. You. <laughs> but yeah, no. This I is love right, it. This is right there. I love it. This is almost to where. I mean, even if I am at a restaurant or, you you know, if I'm here, it might not be the first, like you're saying, but if it it's making my list of possibilities to get. Chris, if you're trying to put me in a concussion protocol. Yeah, I didn't mean to do that. I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just thinking. He went to stretch his arm, ladies and gentlemen. He just smacked the heck out of my head. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to decide if this is actually better than the farm beer, in my opinion, or if it's. Um, what did you end up giving the farm beer? The farm beer got an 8.8, eight, and then the Mexican lager got an 8.9. I really like the farm beer, man. That's a, that's a crisp quality class i mean if somebody looks if you know those people that are just like hey clean beer well well you think about it you know there's plenty of people out there that's like hey man give me the closest thing to bud light and and farm Farm beer beer. yeah farm beer seriously actually no i think that's more of a disgrace to farm beer guys no 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 no. i mean but it's but it's that classic smooth easy easy drinking beer drinkable yeah very drinkable yes i guess i'm very crisp very light it's definitely got more flavor than a bud light so yes i think this is in my opinion i think this is just a a notch below the farm beer so i'm gonna go eight seven on this one so you had an eight seven and eight eight and And an an eight eight, nine yep and i and i gotta i gotta be fair to those beers because truth be told oh oh no way boys no way jacob 
So you gave what was the score you gave? Eight him? seven. You gave the eight seven. He yeah. priced right. Garrett. Garrett would have won his second one. Garrett had eight one. He got eight point two. Hey, let's go, baby. <laughs> we got you one. We got you one. Just grab one off the table. <laughs> there you go. The, hey, last, the my, last winner of the night. My guy. My guy. Look so, at eight, Lily's crashed uh, out and put 8.2 and Garrett at 8.1. Garrett wow. Almost, the cutters almost swept us. The oh. cutters almost swept us. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. That's the fair. The cutters almost so, swept, the, show, swept show, the board. Show up earlier at the next show and you, you'll be able to try a whole lot more of. That's awesome. Oh, that's great, dude. That is so great. So. All right, well let's uh let's see who we can flag down. We got um uh, it's the oh it's the coffee porter is the next one. The yeah. the one right below the Mixberry Jam. So oh boy, gonna be a porter. And so, also for the people listening, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this, we are not also just pounding pints of beer this quickly. No, this is all like, three of us are like taking like three ounces, probably three to four ounces. It's yeah. it's tiny, tiny little mason jar things that you'd see like Side dishes come in like, like, sample, like sample. sauces would come in. Yeah, very, very small. But I, I gotta say, if we wanted to, we could do that though. We could we could pound these beers hard enough if we wanted to. I mean, we got we got faith in us, right? Not Someone enjoying like ten full pints. <laughs> 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 I mean, it, you like you like hundred and sixty ounces of beer, Chris. Hey, I could drink one hundred and sixty ounces. I mean, I had to pee, but I could I could drink a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> the tough part would be, especially as early as we started with the beers, you got an 8.1 and a 7.2 on the alcohol by volumes up there. And I know you got I know you got at least another one that's probably close so, to 10. So, I don't know if y'all can hear on the mic picking up the side chatter no. there. I was talking to Chelsea. It was something like Chris had said earlier, um, these beers will sneak up on you. They definitely will. The alcohol content she just asked was like, what's the average run? I was like six or seven. She's like, no wonder I'm buzzing right now. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, it'll, it'll creep You've up on like you. three? Okay. Fourth one, and she's her. It's got her going. It's got the engine revving up. They um, they'll sneak. They they definitely do a good job of sneaking some alcohol in these beer. But yeah, they, I, see, I think but really nothing, good. But nothing's been overpowering, correct? Nothing's been overpowering. Like they've all been good. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. farm. Yeah, like I said, what did I just say? Not to disgrace the farm beer, but it's the closest no, no, no. thing to Bud Light. He just made. <laughs> The farm beer. The farm yeah. beer, exactly. We just it's very uh, light and drinkable. Very uh, drinkable. We are beer experts sometimes, you know. We like I mean, to think so. We've we, yeah. we've tasted a couple in our day. We are beer experts. Oh, so. I just thought of something. You know, the people ask me like where the food part is. We we did just cook a bunch of food. We just didn't do any part of the episode on that. Yeah, we, we didn't, didn't you know, we didn't do any time. episode on the smoked ribs. I mean we we talked about it See, on Wednesday. Because y'all had ribs and brisket. We had ribs yeah. and brisket and we chicken had, wings. We had ribs on Saturday while we were up in the mountains as we, well. We smoked some really delicious chicken so, I mean, wings. We do food. We yeah, we just never seem to get the food <laughs> yeah. on the actual yeah. podcast i can't i can't wait i can't but wait we, for the camera part for the the hot dog episode, i would though. i would call us i would call us all foodies though yeah i mean look at us <laughs> the, i mean the, the chunky boy clan stays alive with us baby so the chunky boy clan stays alive so all right we have incoming for us is the robust coffee porter Cody we are, over there being dad of the year was carrying his child in one arm and carrying three beers in the other hand. Cody is a superhero we sometimes. To, we had to send in reinforcements. That man is super a super, dad super dad. Carrying three beers in a child. So robust <laughs> coffee porter. We're looking at a coffee-style porter with 6% alcohol by volume. Now, uh, yeah. Yep. So it's, um, It smells good. It smells like, like a good coffee smell. Coffee yeah. Smell. Yeah. Oh. Nice, nice little black coffee. Nice little black coffee. So, 
Um, I'm good with it. Though. I, like, I feel like I'm gonna like this one though. You're, you know, you're not typically a, a dark beer kind of guy. No, but, but I don't mind like the coffee lager and I, I have. There's so a, there's a. It's a little different of a breakdown than the coffee lager. I know, but like that, the the flavor profile of of adding coffee to a beer, I don't mind because also at Weverly in Charleston, they had one called Breakfast and Brunettes. That was so that this a, one's very, it's very beer, close yeah. to that. And, see, and, I, and that I, version, really, yeah. I really enjoyed that one as well. You know, it was a little bit darker, but had that good coffee flavor, but nothing overpowering. So, you know, like these here and um, Breakfast and Brunettes has definitely more of those chocolatey notes of being the, the dark, deep brewed beer. Agreed, the yep. order in the stout. Yeah. Um, the coffee lager at Steel Hands is, uh, you know, it's a, a lager. Lighter. It's lighter. It's definitely more of like that. It doesn't taste like coffee in my opinion. It tastes like what coffee smells like. That yeah. steel hands, you know what I'm saying? It's that more of like true like coffee bean scent and flavor. Um, this one here definitely is more closer to breakfast and brunettes at Revelry. It's that I would agree with that. The porter and the stout with the coffee. Okay, yeah. and but like that was when I went. If it was on tap, I typically got and I and it wasn't like heavy hitting like I would think to be such a dark beer as it was. Yes. Yeah. Would you like Alex? You're obviously a little bit of a darker beer kind of guy with a heavier alcohol content. I mean, when, when you think of like when I think of dark beers, I think of people that want to have a nice cold winter beer, something where they're sitting on the back porch or, or around a bonfire, and it's something that's dark and takes a little bit longer to drink, got a good alcohol uh, vibe to it. You know, like do, would you say that this kind of fits that category, or oh, is it absolutely. a little bit lighter for a porter? Because I'm that's kind of the feel that I'm I getting. I think for it's it. a little bit lighter, but it's because still it, one of those I would definitely it, take. Like I would dig it like a troop, you know. Got to be like you know, like an Irishman when you're talking about Guinness, like a pint of it, you know. And but what, but are you would, saying are you saying it's it's lighter, dude, because of that coffee flavor? I no, because I think porters I get think, that dark roast on coffee. Just, I don't think they brew it to make it that heavy. I don't yeah. think it's the but coffee this, lightens it. I, think it's just, I don't think like they just you, brew it to be that heavy. But like you said with the breakfast, the like that's the same. I'm getting like the same flavor profile. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like this yeah. is very similar. Yeah. And and I, this I is think, definitely one I would like. When I would got a little like bit slow colder, sip one yes, of these in a cold absolutely. environment. Yes. You could, you could almost drink this. I'm not lying to you. You could almost drink this. If you are, if you're that kind of guy, you can almost drink this for a noon college football game. Hey, I'm not. As, as I'm not trying to tell here? my. I'm not trying to tell myself. So a friend of mine, um, <laughs> one like time, a, one like time was uh, getting, yeah, like like a, like a kickstart beer about ten o'clock. Uh, no, you've had brunch, and or you're eat, or you're drinking this with brunch. Just listen. A yeah. friend of mine one time was um, opened up his fridge because it was early in the morning, trying to figure something to, to snack on, get a little get a little light breakfast in. And um, saw a coffee lager beer and was like, oh, man, I could really go for some coffee. Then it was like, hey, idiot, that's a beer. You can't drink that at eight in the morning. You said, it was like, try me. <laughs> I was like, ah, I could. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that coffee coffee taste is really tempting right now. <laughs> I'm going to go with a um, A3 on this bad boy. Adam over there is like distraught by that. When's it distraught? Just no, just no, because like, it's I'm yeah. I'm right there with you. Yeah, we're just all we're right together. We're, uh, yeah. we're, we're, this is the closest grouping we've had in I think a while. Yeah, besides well, Swarm Cabbage, there was a few different ones we we split apart, but it was like because of the habanero beers and stuff like that. Uh, Chipotle Amber is what it was. Yeah, yeah, no, but um, like like you put for the um, which one did you get the seven nine nine? Oh, which one was that, Chris? Seven nine nine. Because that's that that's, was the that's um, where I'm at with this one. <laughs> was it? The it line? was uh it was the sink the flagship. 
Sink the flagship. Yeah. But yeah, this is again a, this is a seven nine for me. A seven, seven nine nine. <laughs> it's almost an eight. Seven point nine. Uh, could could creep into will creep into the eights when it got this, a little bit cooler. This is going to be the closest Depending on the day and mood. You yeah, exactly absolutely. Yeah. This is going to be the closest grouping we've had of of any of the beers. So. I think this is a. I think this is an eight flat for me. I think this is a. And again, I'm not a porter guy. So am, am I sitting here saying that I'm going to by any way, shape, or form, actually get this beer when I, like is it going to be on my list? It probably cracks the top five from here, but at the same time, I mean, just just wow! Like it, it's such a quality. It's such a quality porter, and, it, and it's not. An, if you're one of those guys that wants deep, heavy large amount of alcohol in your porter. This is not for you, but if you're a guy that likes dark beers, thinks porters are classics and and wants kind of a coffee flavor to it, like I said, it's something that it's something that I look at somebody and say you could you could drink this in the morning at a college football tailgate. Hey, don't take that away. I'm going to finish that. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. If it's hey, like don't take, don't take my alcohol hey, son. Man, college college football tailgates you drink Time almost anything. Apply, yeah. You almost hey, anything. We went, we've been through the hell days of Carolina football where kickoff was at 12 and you had to start drinking it at like nine when the tailgate opened up. It's like, oh God, this sucks. But I'm also getting drunk at nine in the morning. Like, the, the part that sucked was because come six o'clock in the afternoon, it was like, okay, time to either well, pass no, the hell well, out no, or take By a- four o'clock when the game was over, either you were hammered or you were ready for your afternoon nap. So which one is up next? So the Puna Ghana is a sour. It's right above the farm beer. That's the no, next it's the, one. Um, it's Piranha Gun. Oh, sorry. I, I, can't. I don't know how he just said Puna Ghana. You heading out? All right. Love you, big guy. Hey, you almost – did they tell hey, you you almost team. won a third koozie? Yeah, I told him. I just filled him in. Yeah. Yeah. The Cutter family I, almost swept So now I'm going to – hold on, G. Hold on, G. So I'm going to bring up the topic. Did, did G have an advantage from being on the show – just this past, like being on the show twice with us well, so no, far. His, his wife won one. His wife took one. <laughs> we we we've literally gone to school with him. Well, we've known him. We've known each other for at least a decade now. Haven't we? Did you go to Saluda River as yeah. in elementary school? Yeah, Piranha Gun above the farm beer. Yep. I, did you go to Saluda River? No, he went. To, he went to Pineview. I no, went no. to Saluda River. Okay, that's one. No, I'm, I'm the youngest. I have gone to. I have gone to school with Garrett since I was. Six years old. Hell, I'm the youngest introduced to this yeah. friendship, and he's known me for 10. Me and Adam actually went to a Gateway Academy together and didn't know it. In preschool. Did not know it. We went to preschool yeah. together. And then we found out, like, what, like, our freshman year of high school or something like that? Well, yeah, you're, you're sophomore. Or, yeah, you're, like, your junior year, my sophomore year, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Mom bought it up. We found an old picture. And we're in the same class, and then Katie and Booker in the same class. Yeah. But, yeah, wow. either way, I've, no, I've known Garrett literally – from playing coach's pitch so, at like seven years old. So we got to give him a shout out. Um, Garrett felt bad for calling in the other night and, and ha- going to McDonald's to get his ice cream. So, uh, Garrett, <laughs> we love you. It did not bother us at all, I promise. Uh, hey, but, it brought complete relief to the show. To hear shout hey, shout out go. to our golf expert for acing, acing a uh, – well, not eagle. acing. What was eagle. it? It was an, it was eagle. an eagle. Sorry. He eagled a par four today. Nice little 100-yard out, 120-yard out. wedge? Gap wedge, what a beautiful shot! So, um, our our resident golf expert, who will be on the show in the next couple of weeks, because we got the Masters coming up in November. So, uh, Garrett, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us tonight. Tell Sarah we love her. You know what? We need to film like uh, a, like a montage of us just all playing golf together and just like showing Garrett just smacking. No, because we'll be, we'll be in the, the woods. <laughs> montage is the perfect word for that. <laughs> it, it's not gonna be. A, it's not. It's just gonna be like here's this hit. There's these funny hits, and it's just gonna be Garrett like 
in no, the fairway. Fairway, fairway, fairway. So, it's like going to be us like bouncing off trees, taking the off squirrels. So, I'm not going to give anything away for G, but I'm going to say, you know, we have our podcast. We've been doing this for over a year now. Obviously, we got our, our own kind of brand and what we're doing, and we love it. We're having a great time. We got an awesome fan base and great friends and family that love us. G is kind of starting his own trend towards something, and I'm going to say it's golf-related, and we'll have to have him on the show to talk more about it. But oh, I, know, I know what you're talking about. Uh, okay, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So and he's, he, put, he's put it up on his Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. He, he's working on his own kind of thing, and it's awesome. So uh, and he's really good at it, right. and, and he's going to be good at it. So now this, this beer, is Puna. Uh, what'd you say? It's Piranha, Piranha Gun. Gun. Piranha Gun, and Chris keeps going Puna Gonda. Yeah, Puna Gonda. African beer for some reason. I don't no, know. I mean, piranhas. Piranhas, I think, are in Africa. No, most South, South America. South America. America. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, so this is a sour. I paid attention a little bit. It's a fruited glass. <laughs> it's a fruited sour. Four. Point... I've been excited for you guys to get to this this sour. Hold on, I got this. You good? No, I mean, no, you're just right. taking way too long. <laughs> it's a it's a fruited sour. Four point five percent alcohol by volume. Ten on the IBU scale, and it is beer number eight for us. There's no hops there. It's a, it's all sour. Dive into that one, boys. It's uh surprisingly good. I've been excited for y'all to get to this one. What smell it and tell me what you think. Are you getting like a a lemon? Yeah, like a lemon lemon sour. Like yeah. a lemon zest to it, but not quite. What was it? The one that we had that's not like, like a lemon. Pl- oh, we got yes. from like it was like oh, high point brewers. We got from Aldi's. It was one of those weird ones. Wait, but what, what was that? Hold on, I got you. It's on our. But, it's but on it, our. Let me get back to our regular beer note. But yeah, it, it was a Shoreview Lemon Shandy. Yeah, if I say it was a shandy, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. But we, yeah. Saw, we call it the Lemon Pledge beer. Yeah, we did call it the Lemon Pledge. Our very first beer of all beers. Yeah, y'all get into that one. This is good. I'm a fan of it. Big time fan of it. Definitely, definitely a sour. Like this is so much more sour than the mixed berry. It's so much more. Yeah, yeah. Do this, that in the mic. This tastes like a, a warhead. A warhead. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, this is so. This is so much more sour than no, any no, of the no, other. I lied. I lied. Lemonhead. This a is lemonhead. Lemonhead. <laughs> lemonhead of all things, you are a lemonhead. Um, no, no, no. I that. <laughs> <laughs> I had a buddy I went to school with. That was what we called him. That was his nickname was Lemonhead. This is do what? We're going from top to bottom. We he he gave us he get he, we yeah, did, he, Matt, he, he wanted Matt us to, wanted us to do the farm beer first. So yeah, uh, so we're we gonna yeah we got two left. We got the unfiltered Pilsner and something else. He but, um he wanted us to start with the farm beer. He was like that's the first beer you're going in. God, this is gonna be this is gonna be tough for me because I'm, oh, I'm a big I'm a I'm a big sour great. yeah I'm a big sour fan. This is. This is a very good this sour. This is really good sour. Have really, you, you really good. Yeah, Cody, you're a sour guy, so you need to try this. The yeah. piranha. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I knew you'd be a fan. Cody's a big time sour yeah. guy. Yeah. Wow. Um, so now I gotta figure out where this fits in the top <laughs> of the four. <laughs> Jacob Jacob took a sit and before it was gone, he was already shaking his fist and he finally caught some air and went, That's sour. <laughs> I said, but do, do you do you agree it tastes like a lemon head? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember like the little lemon candies, those like the lemon sour candies? Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely right there. Yeah. That. Yeah. Good job. Hey, listen, good call. It's really good, though. It's not like it's like you can, you can tell it's not that, like they said they don't do natural, they don't do unnatural or artificial sweeteners. Way to bring like some that. expertise to this show. <laughs> I, I was kind of, I was kind of like a candy guy. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So you're the candy man? I'm the candy man. And the candy man. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
wow, this is this is tough because I gotta fit I gotta fit this now in the top four somewhere between between an eight seven eight eight and an eight nine. <laughs> He's gotta fit it somewhere <laughs> in the top four. Um, God, does it does it tie any of the top three so far? I'm gonna, okay, I'll, I'll throw you my score if it gives you time to think. Go ahead, yeah, give me eight, your two. score. These beers are really good, man. They're yeah, all high quality. All, yeah, yeah I, I good quality Matt's beers. got Matt, man. Yeah, I, like, I know. If you if you're a person that actually likes multiple different types of beers, drinks beer, it will not hurt you to come here and literally just have one of all. Besides you being drunk, it's not going to hurt to come through and just pound through the entire list of on tap. So the only thing that I can think about, like, because you know he's got you talk about competitors within the area. He's got Angry Fish out here in Lexington, but. I don't know that I really count Angry Fish as a competitor to this. I, I think this, I didn't even know who they are. I think, just I think this is the Lexington Brewery. Like if you're from Lexington, South Carolina, Hazelwood is where you need to this be. This is your exactly Honestly, this is your what brewery. also helps that too is that he's right here in the historic it district. Yeah, he's right on Lexington. Main Street. Downtown Lexington. Main Street, right here by the yeah. old mill with the, the dam, the pond, all well, that. What would have been the dam? I guess they well, they, they just rebuilt, rebuilt it. it. Rebuilt yeah. It. Yeah. So we came here three uh, days ago, and that dam was not there. And we were, we were joking about them piling up all this dirt. And we come back today, three days later, the dam is completely built, and there's no much of that. There's not much of that dirt left. We're just like, holy crap! They they moved for three days of work. So uh, it's unfiltered pilsner. Unfiltered pilsner is the next one. Yeah, yes. yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So, so Adam, Adam crushed this. And then I'm waiting on him to give a score because <laughs> he's got to put his mask on. Oh, I can't wait for coronavirus to go away. Um, Adam crushed this and hadn't given a score yet. So I'm thinking this is probably going to end up being a, a pretty is, high one for you. This was very, uh, it, You enjoyed if it. If you're a fan of sours, which typically, it, I mean, I, I don't mind a sour, but I don't want it to like overpower me. Like where it like each sip just feels like. I'm getting more and more like lockjaw. Yeah. Essentially. Oh yeah, lockjaw is yeah. a great way to describe it. <laughs> essentially, but this is very good where it doesn't doesn't kill you. Eight five. This one's like right there to eight the point. Five. Okay. This one's to the point of almost lockjaw, but it, I don't think it'll ever get there. Like you can literally chug it, and I don't think your jaw was still locked up. So this, you know, what I'm saying this, this was tough for me. I agree with you. I agree with you. This was tough for me because. I feel like I've got four beers that I really like here that are all really, really close, and I'm not quite sure which one would be the first one. You know that kind of that kind of feel, that kind of vibe to me. But when I when I sat back here and I thought about it, this is the best beer that I've had today. So this is this has got to be nine flat. <laughs> I know I've got I've got three that are right there from eight eight you know eight or four that are eight seven eight 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 nine nine. This is this is the best beer for me today in my at in nine my flat. opinion at a nine flat. All right, um, good stuff. Good stuff. Just a oh god, dude, this was such a good beer. And like like Adam said, it gives me all the sour that I want in a sour, but it doesn't overpower me. Yes, yeah, like not I overdone. Could, I could certainly drink. I could almost probably say that I could drink two pints of this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I could do I could do two glasses so, easily. We got the unfiltered pilsner coming. What's going on, Steve O? Thank you for joining us tonight. We appreciate you, man. You're one of our top fans. That was that was Cody that yelled for you. Yeah. So, uh, Jacob, 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 Jacob Thornwell Hunky has uh, has brought us. Beautiful. How about we it? Just, there we, we go. Just landed there on we his, go. His brother's best friend's middle name. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. 
Jacob Thornwell. We just I'm a fucking just, wizard. Get out of here. Just guess that shit. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So, this is the ninth beer next to last beer. This is the unfiltered Pilsner. Unfiltered which I Pilsner. Feel like that fits the theme of what I've been trying to say that these beers are all purely organic, unfiltered and organic, all natural. All natural. Yep. Yes, I agree. So, and, I haven't had it yet, but I agree. What you're saying there is what the vibe that they're going for is this very from from farm to to beer process. Nope. No we call it far- no yeah. We call no it farm to table in, in like food. the food industry, but this yeah. is literally like farm, farm to, to tank. To tank, yeah. yeah. Farm to tank, yeah. yeah. Farm to tank. That's what, the, yeah. And there's nothing unnatural added in. He said that clearly. That's clear what that yeah, that's what they're going. All for. natural ingredients. Nothing. No artificial sweeteners. No artificial flavorings. Nothing like that. And like he said, the other beers with you know the the two the two like kind of like rough rough around the edges names that he was talking about. I forget they slipped my mind right now. What are you talking about? How like, like this, like the the hope of war. Oh, and then the um, the survival knife, survival knife stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So like they're trying to be like you know very Kinda much outdoorsy, like, natural with these names, and then unfiltered pilsner. Clear as they just fits right there in that alley. Like yeah, go. They didn't have to do a rough around the edges name, but you got a you got a pilsner, German style pilsner, five point two percent alcohol by volume, twenty five on the IBU scale for this. Cheers, Dave. Thanks for joining into the chat and saying he's got a beer in hand, too. Here's the drinking, my man. Oh, Dave. Cheers to you, my Dave, guy. Cheers. Thank you for joining cheers, us. Thank you. All right. What you boys think? Unfiltered Pilsner. I actually had this earlier. So he, he gave me uh, – he was changing taps when we first got here, first started setting up. He was changing taps, and he uh, I, he said, what kind of beer you want? He's, I said, farm beer. And uh, he said, all right. So he ended up with changing taps on the farm beer, gave me this Pilsner, uh, probably the closest thing to the farm beer it, from a – from a beer style, uh, but you know, I, I mean, just a, just a classic pilsner. I mean, like you, so like we, we, we talked about all night. It's unfiltered. It's clean. It's crisp. It's natural. Uh, you know, no artificial. Like you talked about, no artificial anything in it. Um, and I, I think it's just a, a classic kind of quality beer. You know, it's like the pilsners. You know, they have normal pilsners have like that straight narrow taste. Like it's yep. it's right there. With this being unfiltered, it brings in so many other like subtle flavors and accents and stuff. And to where it's like it's kind of weird how to say, but like it's like it's a very rounded taste because it doesn't it doesn't just fit a straight narrow line. It's very much a smooth rounded taste. I, it's unfiltered. There's I all agree, that other I stuff agree in with there. what you're saying, but right now at the end of the day, with what's on tap, Hold Mexican on. Mexican lager. Um, but at the end of the day. This for me of what's on tap is the bottom beer right now. Yeah, it's coming in last place. For, yeah, this is, of this tap list. Wow. This, oh, this, this tap is list. nine out of ten. Yes. This is this is yeah nine. Just because we haven't list. hit the ten out of ten yet, we haven't hit the tenth beer. Yeah, this is ninth out of tenth right now. Uh, I actually agree with him. The only reason I would say that you can say something like that on this beer because is everything all, else is good quality, good. They flavors. are, and this one's this one here is just it's for lack of better terminology or verbiage it's simple it's just a pilsner it's an unfiltered yeah. pilsner these other ones have had brought in other kind of different Flavor, flavors yeah. they've added stuff into it they're a little bit more a little bit more um daring i would say in the flavor profile this one here is just your classic pilsner but so compared to the other ones i can see why you say that yeah this isn't so this isn't for me i just i just feel like this is kind of kind of bland almost kind of natural this, kind of this isn't um yeah you know, kind of just it, 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 it certainly didn't blow me away. The rest of them have been really flavorful, really crisp, really easy to drink. Uh, you know, they've hidden the alcohol in them really well. I thought that 
you know, I, I, I sat back and said, yeah, I definitely drink this again. I'm with you. I think this is ninth out of the nine that we've done. I'm giving it a seven three. I'm going to six nine. Six nine. I'm gonna do seven oh seven flat. Seven flat. All right. All right. Oh, sorry. Adam had the six nine. Alex had the seven oh. All right. So in the most unprofessional form, because we've drank nine beers so far and I've had one extra, I have to pee really bad right now. So I'm gonna take a quick break and I'm gonna grab us our tenth beer afterwards. So I'm gonna let you guys be the professionals that you are. Okay, which way are you going? You're going my way or Adam's way? I'm going way? Adam's way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, we will carry on without you, my good friend. At least give some love to our crowd tonight. These guys have been great. They have been. Um, great family and friends have shown up, came all the way from just down the road to came all the way from West Columbia. Yeah, came all the way from West Columbia to Lexington. <laughs> well, we I um, lied. We do have a fan from uh, Greenwood. Yeah, we do have a fan from Greenwood. Um, we also have um, Chris's relative, uh, Aunt Kathy from uh, Durham, North, Car- North Carolina. Yeah. Yep. So she she had a little bit of drive. She was, I doubt she drove here for us. If she did, that's awesome. Um, yeah, Cody's from Alabama. Uh, I said he's he's telling us that now. Um, allegedly, allegedly, he's allegedly from Alabama. Cody's being an OG right now. Sitting, he's sitting in front of us with a lawn chair, chilling with us. He's got his little daughter in his hand watching YouTube videos. That's the that's the dad move right there, man. Oh yeah. But um, for those of for those of who are in the Lexington area, um, this is a place you need to you, you need, need to come, come try. It. You need to experience it. For, um, it's a strict tap room. Uh, they've got like a few things, food items, but nothing major. And they got some like sandwiches and chips, dips, and stuff like that. Yeah, light, um, light food, bar yeah. food. Uh, but they are. It could say one year in November. Yes, they're, they. I think they just passed their one year of their soft opening, but they're about to hit their one year of their true opening. Um, they're right here downtown Lexington off of Highway 1, Augusta Road. Yep, Main um, Street, essentially. Main Street. But they um, but yeah, if you're if you're from the area, the Lexington, West Columbia, it's, Columbia it's like area. Past the courthouses in the little dip area. The little low the but little yeah, low point in the but road. But this is definitely a, definitely a place I recommend to come and visit. If you know where the old mill group hub is in that restaurant, you're that's right building, here. Yeah, 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 it's this building. You need to come check it out. It's a great place. Great people that work here. Great owner. Freaking smart as hell, dude. Knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, he blew my mind tonight with what was with, with, with his knowledge. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So. Then uh, the staff here has been awesome. They've been friendly. They've been working with us. Um, great, great atmosphere, too, man. They've got the outdoor patio area that looks over the, near the pond area. It's Fire like, pits. They've they got, got strong up lights that hang up outside. You so come inside, remember, you can see the tanks. You literally drink right the tanks. You can drink above the tanks in the upstairs lofted area. Yeah, so but I remember like I remember process. like driving through here. Uh, well, the TV up there, yeah, TV and sofa up there, so you can watch actual TV when you're chilling and hanging but yeah, out. Yeah, I remember like driving through here last year and seeing this like being built, like the concrete pad that is now the patio, the railing going up. Like I remember seeing all of that and and thinking like, this is this like for the area, like there's not a whole lot that's out here. Like this is a very good location to target that Lexington crowd. Yeah. Because for them, the closest stuff is is probably like still hands. Like you have to travel to West Columbia, yeah, and then to um, get to it or crafty draft out here, I guess. And then the whatever is. the angry whatever Chris was talking about, I I don't I don't know angry fish, angry fish, angry fish. I, I that was the first time I ever heard of this place. Yeah, of that place. Sorry, not this place, but angry fish. Never heard of that place. Adam said a no go on that. That's a no go to the fireball there. Not not tonight there, Steve. Not tonight. But but yeah, like 
like Chris is coming we, in with another beer. Like we were saying though, very very yeah, nice nice location. Come visit. Shout out again to Matt for a letting us host or for letting us be here, and then B yeah. for for joining the podcast to you know give us the insight that he has and delivering a great interview. Great oh, absolutely! Interview. Fantastic job on his part. Yeah, his fantastic his, job with this place too, man. Like his career, his career story is just phenomenal here. Like, you know, he started he's, here he's, and he's started come back. Many different, he started many different places. He started right here in Lexington, um, and now he's come back and doing he his. Knows own everybody. Things. He's been. It sounds like he's actually very well traveled too. Oh yeah, he's been all over the place. You know, going up to Oregon to buy hops to bring down here to make your beer. Like, what? What other? I mean, how many other breweries do you know in this area that are going to? Get hops one night overnighted. Well, now that yeah, now that but and then also who, growing his own hops, growing his own, but picking them himself. As the owner, he's out there on the ladder in the middle of August, doing it himself, breaking out in rash in the hop rash, as he said. That like, who who else is putting that work in as the owners and operators of a small time brewery? You know, and I'm not saying you know like Swamp Cabbage, those guys that we've we've been over there, they they put in the work too, but it's like. But we That's what makes these two these small places like this so much better is because the owners actually have their blood, sweat, and tears into it. Uh, this is this is their their baby, their dream yes. come true. They've put the work in, they've raised it, and they've they've grown it to what it is now. Absolutely, absolutely. So I've, I mean, I've been greatly impressed with what yes. it is. Oh and yeah. I've, and now, since like you said, November is going to be the like the one year of hard opening. I literally passed this going to and coming from work every single day and have yet to stop by here until Wednesday when we showed up. Yeah. And then I didn't even know this was here until Cody, who's here in attendance with his wife. And um, they were like, y'all want to go to, we're going to go eat and then go to this Hazelwood brewery place. And I was like, where's Hazelwood? And like, it's in Lexington. I was like, there's a brewery in Lexington. Like didn't like, even I mean, know I've, about I've it. I've been to the Creekside restaurant. Yeah. That's right here multiple times. Yeah. But it had um, actually been here. And, and then, I've been very pleased with it. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like then we came here, and I've like always loved this place since. It's always been a great, great time. Now my first time here, I didn't expect us to like be doing a podcast here. That's kind of a little of a jump for us. I like to say. All right, we have got the the last beer of the night, the tenth and final beer. Chris went and got it himself because he had to go to the little boys' room. Um, He's yeah. made it back. Hopefully, he washed his hands before he touched our glasses. Oh, I sure did. Okay, good. But I didn't wash my toes and stuck my toes in your beer. Okay. I'm just kidding. I didn't. So, you're going to take a fireball shot before or after the beer? Uh, I'll take it after the beer. After we're done with the show. I'm not All taking right. that right now. So, we have the Indo Outdo. It's the final beer of the night. Um, You know, really great night. Obviously, we'll recap it with a little bit of time left after this. But the Indo Outdo is a. IPA, it is a New England style IPA, 7.5% alcohol by volume. Cody, thanks for joining us tonight, man. We love you. Um, Enjoy it, Cody. Thank you for coming. It is a Indo Outdo New England style IPA, 7.5% alcohol by volume, 35 on the IBU scale. Tenth and final beer for us. And uh, do what? Oh, yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah, you can take that. Um, so it's going to be. I'm, I got a feeling it doesn't have a huge amount of alcohol or a, a huge amount of uh, hops in it with the IBU only being 35, but uh, I got a feeling this is probably going to be a pretty good score for Mr. Alex. Yeah, this is a good good IPA right up my alley. It's, it's, it's a little strong happy. for Adam. I think it's going to be a little it strong for happy. Adam. 
it's interesting when they, you know, when they put the when they put the IBU scale, it's interesting because I feel like this doesn't it's not as high on the IBU. I gotta double check this before I say this actually. It's not as high on the IBU as the Sink the Flag. It's true. I Sink Flag had forty IBUs. This only had thirty five. Didn't we have one that was eighty already tonight? Yeah, it the was the uh, herbivore. Herbivore. Yep. I feel like this is a little bit more hoppier than the herbivore, though. Well, the, but I thought that's what the herbivore. IBU, I thought that's what IBUs measured was like the hoppiness of a beer. Yeah, the bitterness of it. So. Yeah, the IBUs on the herbivore was actually fifty, so it was the highest of the night. Okay. And it had the most alcohol, but God, was it not one of the? I mean, cleanest the cut. herbivore. Yeah, was it oh, not yeah. one of the cleanest cut? I mean. Yeah, this is my my flavor. This profile. is your flavor profile. No, it's not at all Adam flavors profile. So let me uh, let me get this written into our note for you. Throw me a score. But I agree. If you if you're a good IPA fan, like if you enjoy a decent IPA, like this is this is good. If you like yeah. that bitter hoppiness, what if that's what you're looking for? This one's right there for me. Like you said, it's a very good good IPA. It's even though it's not high, like Chris was saying, it's not high on the IBU. But it's got that more of the flavor. Bite to the, it. Yeah, the the flavor is there more. It's more prominent. So, um, right. so feel free to give your scores now. I'm eight, I'm six. eight six for Alex. Six seven. Wow, six point seven. Did I give, for did Adam. I give a one a six nine? No, no, no. No, you just gave, you gave a the six, un, nine. You gave the unfiltered a six nine. Yeah. Yeah, this is right below it. Okay. So the last two okay. beers have been your your least, least, favorite. least favorite. Yeah. Understandable, understandable. Mm. Man. All right, Chris, what you got? What score are you going to go with? That's tough because I don't want to. I don't want to end on this way with the beers, but I'm with Adam. This is now. It's it's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. It's it's a New England style IPA. Probably could use a little more in the alcohol content for New England style. Probably a little more in the hops as well. So. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a seven one. I think this is. I think, like I said, I think this is just kind of right there. In it's a quality beer. Certainly nothing wrong with it. I, I just I just feel like if I'm gonna get an IPA from here, it's gonna be the herbivore first, and then it's gonna be the sink the flag ship second, and this just kind of sits there on the list for me. Okay. So probably probably not something I'd even get if I came here and had five to six beers. Okay, so I think that's I think that's what I'm going to go with. So fair enough, fair enough. That's not, uh, that's not what you want out of a beer. I get that. Yeah, and I, I just think that I just think there's better beers on this tap. Now, again, I'm not saying there is anything in the world wrong with this beer. Certainly, no, certainly, certainly a quality beer. So now, if I came here, I wanted the IPA. I'm getting this beer. It's the IPA I'm going for. I'm gonna start off with. Wow. All right, and I think that's fair. I think that's reflected in your score. Uh, obviously, the herbivore got the high got a higher score for all of us. I just kind of want to look back at it. I think. Uh, Farm beer obviously got the highest score out of all of us. It got an eight out of eight eight out of me, a nine five out of you, and an eight two out of Adam. Then the herbivore you gave the same eight six as this beer, and then the uh, sink the flagship you gave a seven nine nine. So um, all the IPAs getting around an eight to an eight six for you. Yep. All the sours getting some pretty good scores out of me. Um, I guess Adam. I didn't even realize that. I don't think Adam really had a trend. Adam, I was I was a little. He was very very all around the all around the board. Yeah, I mean the Mexican lager is the only one that Adam gave a super super high score. He I, gave, but I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, yeah. and he, he gave like the, he gave the Piranha a nice eight five. So, I mean, what would uh, I give the uh the two the strawberry 
or not the strawberry, the mixed berry jam and the um mixed berry jam. You gave it a uh, seven eight. What was the other one we had that was the sour? The uh the the piranha. Yeah, what I'd give it. Yeah, you get the piranha at eight five. So, uh, okay. those two, those two, obviously the clear favorites for Adam. So, um, um, the Mexicans, your be- your favorite. So yeah, on yeah. that list, yeah. but I still, yeah, I mean the piranha and the mixed berry could probably go back and forth on which one I would get second, and then what was the uh, third sour? The the smoothie sour. The smoothie sour would probably be the next one. Yeah, you gave it an eight flat. So <laughs> yeah. Um, some, I mean, you know, just really quality beers. I think if we sit back and kind of recap this, but yeah, the uh, three sours I think you could rotate as far as second beers. So if you walk, if you walked in tomorrow, what's the first beer you're getting off? You know, now that we've had the, all ten, the Mexican lager. Yeah, how about you? The the say that again. The first the beer I'm getting. First beer you're gonna get next so time you walk in here. Beer. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. I think, uh, yeah, I think I'm kind of with you there. I think. Uh, I don't know. The piranha is just so good to me. There, there was like, there was just like a, almost a hint of mango, just like a little bit of fruit there and just really, really sour. I really liked it. Mixed berry jam, Mexican beer and farm beer. I mean, those four, every time I come here, I will make sure I have one of those four. I mean, that's, that's how good See, those beers seeing are. That it is on tap. Yeah. Definitely got to rotate between those two. And, uh, and we hit it at it earlier in the show. Just really good, really good diversity as far as the beer types. And, uh, and Alex has talked about it all night. Really, Really natural beers, really no artificial anything in yeah. that. But yeah, um, that's it for the beers, man. I think we need to let's wrap this up. Let's hit the road. Yeah, um, call it. I'm good. Call it a night, man. This has been a fun night. Really good night. Yep. Any any other recap? Any other notes you want to make? No, me and Adam pretty much did ours while you were in yeah, the little I, boys I know, room. I know. Hey, Adam just went to the little boys room. Don't be knocking me on that. So. Yeah, but he wasn't as gone as long. <laughs> so, um, well, you know, obviously a, a big thank to Matt. Uh, thanks for letting us come out here and uh, thanks for the Q&A. We really appreciate you. It was been, uh, it's really been a great night. Thanks to all 30 to 40 people that came out here and supported us tonight. We really love all of y'all. Um, obviously, as, as we get the next one available, next in brewery interview and, and show, we'll let you know. But, uh, you know, we love all of y'all. We appreciate your support. So uh, that's all for me, Alex. All right, Adam, you got any last words? Are you too busy counting your money over there? He's given at least three of those back to me. I know that. <laughs> um, again, I'd just like to say, yeah, thank you to Hazelwood. Yeah. And thanks thanks for hosting us. Um, really enjoyed it. So looking forward to – I'm looking forward to coming back here. Yeah, and I'm looking honest, forward to coming yeah. back here too. Um, we need to try to do like what we were going to do with um, Swamp Cabbage, come back when they've got different seasonal taps up, see if that's possible. Um, yeah, thank you to Hazelwood. Uh, been a great venue, great host. Owners, fantastic. Staff's fantastic. Thanks to all the family, friends, and loved ones that came out and supported us and, you know, patroned this uh, this bar while we while we did our thing. Um, and got to enjoy great beer. Got to hang out with friends. Got to hang out with you guys and talk into a microphone for a little while while drinking beer. We had a blast. Yeah, it really was a blast. It really was a blast. So, I'm, I'm wrapped up for you boys. All right. Next show is Monday. Next show will be Monday. So, as always, I'm Alex. Adam's here. And Chris is saying goodbye. Yeah. Later. Thank you.